Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> By myself eating Cheetos. Your what, pre-show really? cry. I was, you were eating Cheetos? Yeah, he was wandering. Yeah, I was wandering with a bag of Cheetos. I haven't had Cheetos in like five years. Just hungry. Just hungry. But of all things for you to eat before. Well, when I went to Costco last weekend, I bought one of those big boxes of uh, you know snacks. Like different bags of stuff. Yeah, so there's like Doritos and yeah, yeah, yeah. sour cream and, un- and onion chips and, and all that. I, uh, I drank my uh, my morning shake, which my wife you know puts in the blender for me. Slowly killing you over the years with right, it. right. I don't know what the hell. Though. Blueberries and kale. And I think she takes a handful of Stri- dirt. A little strict nine. <laughs> well, dirt, dirt will do you good. Mm-hmm. That's her motto. A couple of Adderall in there. That's her motto. Uh, man, I'm just starving. Where do I? I don't know. Well, I mean, you had a little screw up, or not screw up, a little shake up in your schedule last night. Did you not eat a proper dinner before yeah, you? Yeah, I think that may have been it. Something to do with it? You want I this? I got this for you if you want it. It's actually really delicious. It's some sort Is that of a peanut, Nature's Valley. Yeah, it's some sort of peanut butter bar. You can have it. <laughs> no, I bought. You know, I, I forgot we had protein bars. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Uh, too. Probably, that probably that. would have been better than Cheetos, but there's <laughs> a lot of protein. They in were, don't they? You that had to pass. You had to pass the protein bars to get to the chips. That would. You know what? I had my mind focused on. 
you, on the chips. Yeah, when you went down there, you instead of saying like, huh, I wonder what to eat, you said, mm, I think we got Cheetos down As there. As I was walking down <laughs> so, the stairs, I said, you know, I got a hankering for Cheetos. So everything's blinded by that point. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's the variety box with uh, the uh, original Lay's. Okay. Barbecue Lay's. Mm, so I good. think Doritos and Cheetos. Is there anything else in there? Usually that Cheetos, little Cheetos. that combo might might include Fritos as well, but oh, yeah. I don't know. Fritos and barbecue, I believe, are both. Are Fritos in there? I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen them. I'm just there. going by my history. Is it just regular Fritos or is it chili cheese <laughs> no, Fritos? No, I think regular. Okay. Oh, I love regular Fritos. Uh, uh, chili cheese Fritos. Are, are, I love those. Jeff, I know we're on the same page here. Chili cheese Fritos with some cream cheese. Oh, that's so that's, good. That's camping food. That is the jam. But. Of all those chips, what are going to be the ones that are left over? You know, there's always like one variety. I think that the plain ways. See, and and that oh, would, no, no, no. that would normally be my well, answer in my too. house. When 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 I used to get yeah, when you we used to get the box variety box for the kids for the lunches, it was the plain lays were always I'm, left over. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, Riz, if we would pull America, plain lays would be the ones that are left over. But you say no because those are your favorite. They're the best. Yeah, they are my favorite. I'm telling you, I, I like them if there's something to dip them in. I, I know? just know, and and, and no, you Jeff, need a ruffle for that. Jeff, you, you may remember this. Dip. You you went to Catholic grade school, right, Jeff? Yes, I certainly so, did. So you may remember this. Obviously, like, it stuck. Right. So uh, most lunchrooms, like during lunch, they have like a, a cart that sells bags of chips and you know little like snack cakes and things like that. And I don't know if they did that in the 30s, but they they no. have those. We were trading animal pelts. Dude, I'm telling you, they replenished it once a week, and on Friday, the only thing left was regular Lay's. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everything else was gone. I'll tell you what changed for me with regular Lay's is uh, that's like a secret weapon in the studio. If you're singing and you're having difficulties and it's late, you know, a few hours into it or an entire night into it, and you need something to just kind of smooth your voice out, uh, the plain Lay's, the oil in the chips... Mm. Just smooth you out was, uh, for a solid half hour. Hot tea and cocaine. Yep, that's the way the real rock <laughs> yeah, stars but when do that's, it. When you're out of you're that, the lays are left over. <laughs> <laughs> you actually do the blow off of a chip. I'm telling you, it's yeah, good. Do you have a skirt on when you... Uh... <laughs> There's something about it good for your voice. It's probably good for radio. Yeah, I don't know. I don't and there, know there's, there's nothing wrong with OG lays. It's just no. not my first you choice. Know I, don't love, I don't love like the artificial flavors of the barbecue or like sour cream and onion. See, I love... Cheddar and sour is it cheddar and sour cream? Is that what the flavor is? No, sour cream and onion for the legs. That's no, I'm talking about the ruffles. Oh, the ruffles or is, anything, is cheddar, any, cheddar anything. And sour cream. And that's my, so good. That's my favorite uh, uh, flavor right. of any type of chip. Tight. All right, yeah. Listen, welcome to Friday Food Talk, everybody. Cheetos <laughs> today. Chomp chomp. They were delicious. You were walking down the thing, going, "Did Cheetos really get their due?" You kept saying that. Yeah. Like, These are so good. <laughs> he even had a slight skip in his step. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, here's a question. I already know your answer. What are your thoughts on the baked chips, like the baked Cheetos and baked Lay's? It tastes like bark. There it is. See, what? I knew that was the case. I love it. Yeah, they're tasty. See, why half-ass it? <laughs> I mean, I know it's not, you it's not, it's not it. good, yeah. it's not good for you. It. It's not good for you, but it's better for you if you like really have a hankering for some chips, and I'm either got I got my regular OG Lay's and I got my baked Lay's. Baked is going to be better, better than the regular It's like ones. a whole wheat pasta. Why? Yeah. Why? I see what you're saying there. Just if you're going to have chips, it. you're not going to go, well, I better have diet chips, you know? Yeah. But if you're somebody that's yeah, trying to lose weight- sure. It's better and, than and that's and that's something you can't cut out. Like for example, when they say like, "Listen, drinking soda is not good for you." Wait, if you're going to cut soda out of your diet, but you can't give it up completely, 
diet soda is not good for you, but it's better than regular soda. To wash your Big Mac down with. I want uh, pasta tonight. Well, you know, they say the... uh the zucchini noodles taste just like regular. They don't. No, they mm-hmm. don't. It's zucchini. You're my not wife, fooling anybody. My, my wife keeps buying the uh, cauliflower rice, like they got in like the frozen section. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. So yeah. bird's eyes. Yeah, so good. And it's, and it's delicious. It's, it's awesome. Good, but don't say but that's rice. But it ain't rice. rice. Yeah. Don't tell me it's rice. Don't say that's rice. And they're like, oh, my wife's like, these are mashed potatoes. I'm like, why does it say cauliflower on the bag? She's like, oh, it's mashed cauliflower, but it tastes like potatoes. I'm hey, like, you no, know it what? doesn't. You know what I say? <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's good. It just doesn't. I would say, don't urinate on my leg and tell me it's raining out. That is very true. I remember when you coined that phrase. You made a lot of money on that phrase. He said that a lot. Yeah, he makes a ton of money on that phrase. And I apologized. So King Scott catches me just walking up, walking up and down the aisles of the uh, of the empty of the empty office here, eating Cheetos, talking to myself <laughs> like a psycho. <laughs> so say, is it time we take away your keys? Nah, I don't know. It was last night. You know, we got home late last night after Big St. Charles. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, good time. Uh, that is always a terrific event. Just trying to gather my thoughts, gather myself before this. Four-hour extravaganza. Because <laughs> that's what it's going to be today. It is. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, man. we I'm got the real fake it. results later. Yeah. Mm, great. Uh, We've got your Friday fail stories. Uh-huh. We've got to blow out our prizes. All right. Do some giveaways today. Have some fun. Have some laughs. A lot of laughs last night, guys. Really, oh, really funny. Right. My goodness. Man, you, you said you, I was on fire. You were you, on fire last shot night. shot of cannon, Riz. I mean... Honestly, they took the stage. Riz and Jeff took the stage. Within 30 seconds, Riz took a knee because he was laughing so hard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. it's one of those nights tonight. It's going. Yeah, I and got a little loosey-goosey. From That's what start it was. to finish, he was a sprint. You know what that was? Heat exhaustion. <laughs> we and did do hot. We we did do a fantastic yeah. job of making each other laugh last hot. night on stage. I hope other people were laughing. It was yeah. definitely hot. <laughs> do you have some warm-ups? Some, uh, some tip-backs? I think you. Had, I saw you have one. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. Well, I said to our buddy Ryan, I said, uh, "Yeah, get me a." Uh, he asked. He asked you if you. He asked you if you wanted something to drink. It's not like he went, "Hey, you, sir, go." <laughs> well, I said, "What do you want to drink?" I yeah. said, "Let me get a rum and coke," and it was all rum and a splash of whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. All right, I guess we're gonna do this. So, no, it, it was a good time. It was fun. It was, it was fun. Let's do it again next month. If you, All right. If you guys want to. July 5th. Put that on the calendar. That's the day after 4th of July. <laughs> July the 5th. If you're doing the math. Right. right. Thank you. <laughs> Is uh, 4th of July on July 4th Yeah, so it's, three, it's two days after July 3rd, <laughs> I believe. Day before the 6th. All right. Thank you. You don't got to be a jerk. All right. Especially I, on problem. Best Friends Day. Because <laughs> that's what today is. <laughs> is it really? Today really is National Best Friends Day. And my best friend last night picked me up on the way over to uh, Big St. Charles. I was walking on the road. He pulls over to get in the car. And then almost got into an accident trying you to know, pull Jeff back out on the road. parks across the street. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And? You know, there's a parking lot at Big St. Charles. Yeah, but I know why he does that. Because at the end, when he's ready to roll, across the street's probably much easier to get out than everything going on yes. on the other side. That's my reason. Thank you. Reason? Is it really? Yeah, there's... Uh, oh, I beg to differ. That is the reason, yeah. Is that really the reason? Yeah, absolutely. Piggybacking on it. For sure, yeah. <laughs> well, you turn left 
right onto West Clay, and then uh-uh, I take a right and I go down to the other. I go a, the outer road to the to the next, yeah, to the Zumbel exit or Zumbel, whatever it is. Because there's 900 too. motorcycles getting on the highway right That's there. That's what I do so, too. Yeah, huh? It's much easier. Going from from across the street? Yeah, I think so. I just mm. run over there, and then there's no—I mean, there's nobody getting well, out that, of that. Lot. That is a great point too. Now that he says that he goes right there yeah, instead that, of going that left, does make a difference because if he goes right, he doesn't have to worry about all those motorcycles leaving. He just true. See, true. I rescind that. That thank you criticism. That criticism. Thank you, Moon. Yeah. <laughs> and today actually is a National Best Friends Day, and I saw Jeff walking along the road. What about the people without best friends? You'll there find somebody, people. dude. You'll find somebody. Why'd you guys there look at me? <laughs> <laughs> National Scott's best, everybody's best friend. National yeah. Best Friends Day, and yesterday Riz saw Jeff walking on the side of the street, picked him up and pulled him over, and the very first thing Riz said to me was... What'd I say? I had a tank top on yesterday, and Riz goes, I guess we're going full tank top today? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. That looks good, dude. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, it's hotter than hell. You picked Jeff up and you put me down. Thanks. You look oh, there's a yin and a yang to his life. <laughs> uh, is that your first tank? Uh, no, I've been. I've been uh, this is the summer of tanks. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> is this your first tank top out in public? As no, far as well, a big event goes. Uh, a big event, yeah. Like I mean, I I wear them to the gym all the time, but that's just for <laughs> like comfort. A gym so, guy over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was my first big event. And listen, like my wife said, she's like, it's just odd that you wear a tank top, and I'm like, that's because I never could wear a tank top. Like I looked like if I wore a tank top as as Fat Tony, I legit looked like a pair, like a for reals mm-hmm. pair. First of all, yeah, you no looked one, good yesterday. No one ever was so you know. Hey, thanks, yeah, now man. you just look like a mango. It's all right. <laughs> I'm going to try to be as nice as I can on Best Friends Day. I we all that. here. Boy, challenge, great friends boy here. you're challenging yourself there, aren't I you? I appreciate that. No one ever called you Fat Tony. You were just Tony. Yeah, now you're Model Tony. Yeah, ooh, ooh. Uh, 15% of people say they don't have a best friend. But that doesn't mean you don't have any friends. 46 have one best friend. 39% have more than one. That's me. I got way more than one best friend. Actually, you know what? I have no best friends. I just have brothers. <laughs> Stop it, man. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really hard to make a best friend once you're an adult. Only 11% of people say they met their best friend after they were done with school. Yeah, my best friends are... I mean, aside from you guys. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With the, with Watch what you chuckling say. Chuckling in the background. Watch what you say here. Because you guys are all married. And my best friend is my gal. My, your yeah, best friend okay. is your wife. Guys. No, my wife is my wife. <laughs> I love her to death. She's my wife. Thank you, boo boo. She's, she's not your best friend? I mean, she's that's one of already my best friends. Sure. Oh, oh, thank okay. you, boo boo. So beyond, beyond our understood. Thank you, boo boo. Good. I'm just making sure. Yeah, because my best friend, honestly, is Tony's wife, yeah. Well, if she heard you say something, you, would, your, would your lady be upset? I'm like, oh, I guess... Uh, no, not at all. But I do consider her my best that friend goes for sure. Without saying, my partner, my rock. Um, 24% met their best friend in elementary school. 18% middle school, 24% in high school, 16% in college. 8% met their best friend in preschool. And if you had to pick which family member is your best friend, 43%, only 43% said it would be their significant other. Only 43%. 
19% said their dog. <laughs> wow. 19% said their mom. Oh. 14% said a sibling. 11% said their dad. And 9% said their cat. And that's sad. That is really the cat part, right? Yeah. That's sad. What about their adopted cousin of their adopted cousin? Because Scott and I, I think we... You guys live together. Yeah. Yeah, we're besties. Yeah. That's nice. That's, not on, that's not on the list. Oh. <laughs> that, did, that didn't make it. <laughs> what about Gary the fish? Did anyone say that? Nope. No, fi- no <laughs> fish made the list. I'd put a fish before a cat. And uh, finally, 22% of people have owned one of those uh, best friend necklaces. Oh, with the broken hearts? With the two halves of the heart. Uh-huh. That's right. And 16% have made uh, 16% of people have made a friendship bracelet. Do you still have the friendship bracelet <laughs> that I gave you? Scott, I wear it every day. The fr- says, yeah, thank you. Do you still have your, your best? I have the friend's heart. Yes, yes. You're the best side. Say so we should do bracelets after the show today. Well, guys, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> Is that what those gift bags are over the there for? I last week and a half crafting. <laughs> <laughs> You have that best all friendship bracelet. You have Yay. that best friend ring I gave you. Let me see. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to go on your finger. <laughs> I think I'm done for the day. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna. I, I, I'd it? like that <laughs> ring back, but would you please wash you it? You already first? called. I'd like. Uh, I feel like if we go any further, it's gonna be like Rocky Four, where uh, they don't throw in the towel soon enough and Apollo dies. So let's just call it a day now. 621, Patrico's call. <laughs> Death of the show, 621. Friday. Tony, you know we talked last night that we're staying June until 10.05. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so today is National Best Friend Day. Hi. Say hi to your bestie. This is one of my favorite clips. Did we just become best friends? Yep. What are you supposed to do for that? Nothing. It's a made-up thing. It's another garbage holiday. Just like, uh, you know, two days ago was National Cheese Day. We're going to do the same thing on National Best Friend Day that we did on National Cheese Day. Nothing. But argue. I think they're all in the same bag. I like to combine my holidays. (laughs) Your best cheesy friend. No, share just a wheel of cheese with my best friend. Yeah, it's Father (laughs) Cheese Day. (laughs) Hey, buddy, love you. Here's a wheel of cheese. A wheel of cheese. What do you want? A good sharp cheddar. Mm. That's good to share with my besties. <laughs> Bring in the cheese. <laughs> Once Arbor Day, that's my favorite day. Oh, Arbor Day is kind of awesome because a lot of places give out free trees. One of one of the trees in my yard I planted on Arbor Day. Oh, how about that? Was, that that is I'll never forget it. Neat. <laughs> like at your at your parents' house, I'm assuming. Uh, no, it was a couple of houses ago. Uh, so it's you know. I wonder how she's doing. Uh, you got some time. It's April 26th. All right. We missed it. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to remind me, Scott. I apologize. I Dang it. You do not. Another swing and a miss. <sighs> National Best Friends Day. Great. Here's uh, something to bring you down. <laughs> Great. Great, man. All right, ages. You are uh, 33? Two. 32. Scott, you are? 37. All right, Jeff is 70. <laughs> 51. You're 36? 37. 37. I'm going to be a 40 in two months. 
How about that? That's fantastic. Are you excited? So let's assess where we are right now as far as our lives go. Um, am I excited? Yeah. Eh, you know, age ain't nothing but a number. I hear you, bro. You know, I'm still 23 right here in my heart. So when do people really start making a decent salary, having families and buying houses? So Business Insider, which I do actually read a lot, they uh, compile the list of benchmarks that the average American has reached by the time they hit 35. So of all of us in this room, Patrico, you got some time. All right. Nice. For Patrico, you still got time to make this stuff up. For the rest of us. That ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. So the average 35-year-old in the U.S. is married. The most common age for women is 27, and for men, 29. Check. They are also also, uh, more likely than not to have a kid. The average American woman has her first child by the age of 28. A typical 35-year-old is already a homeowner. The median age for first-time homeowners is 32. A typical 35-year-old is an average salary of $49,400, or about $950 a week. And 35-year-olds have an average net worth including, I'm sorry, that's not including home equity, of $14,226. But more money also brings more problems. A typical 35-year-old is in debt to the tune of $133,100. Damn. That is startling. Are we talking mostly student debt um, here? Yeah, I'm assuming. Wow. And don't feel bad about hopping from job to job, even in your 30s. The average American has already worked 11 different jobs by the time they hit 35. Damn. That would be interesting to go back to age 35 and see how many jobs you had up until then, especially somebody like myself, obviously. I just, I just counted mine. I've had six jobs. Yeah, I haven't. Let me see. I uh, my first job was a landscaper. Then I like. I had a, is it, is I had it, a, are you considering like you got a paycheck, taxes, everything, right? No, I worked for a landscaping com- like a landscaping company. Yeah, so it's not just like, hey, my buddy needed me to lawns. cut grass. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I worked for a landscaping company. I was picked up. I was the weed whack guy. I was great at it. Man, I could edge. I mean, I could edge a lawn. Woo. Nobody's business. All right, so then I had a uh, Mick job. So I worked at McDonald's. Then I worked at the grocery store. Then I uh, worked for uh, a Chrysler parts plant. So four. And then uh, radio, do you consider that one job? No. That's that's what I did. I I just put radio. No, I think that's one career. I think if you worked for two stations, that's... Two jobs. Well, I've worked for three different stations. Three different stations or three different no, companies? One, two, three, four. Four sta- four, I'm, four radio jobs. I would consider those four different radio jobs. Would you? Yeah. Because oh, listen, if somebody, if, somebody so that, if somebody in the office here, you know, quits or is let go or something and works for another radio company, that's a different job. I'll yeah. give it to you. Yeah. So mine in total then, if, if we're counting that, was eight. I'm probably almost yeah, about eight. in the 30s. 
30s, huh? Jeff, are you still writing down? But I had yeah. so... He wants to check back in with you on Thursday? Yeah, I'm at 102 jobs right now. I had so many jobs when I was younger, especially because I had kids so young that I was mm. doing four and five jobs at a time. Remember uh, you were a gigolo for a little while? <laughs> I wasn't counting that one. There was a point where I had four jobs five days a week. Huh? Four jobs, huh? I got four job. Yeah, it was gnarly. Jeff? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen so far. All right, so far. I'm just up to age nine. Scott? All right, would you consider the road just one job or all those as individual jobs that things I work for? I would consider them different jobs because you, you did different things. Like, Scott sold merch for us for a while, and then he worked for a, uh, a toy company, like, tour managing their tours. That's two completely different jobs. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, okay. I would say right around the 20 marker. Yeah, I bet if I if I took the time, I could get wow. to twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hustlers. Ooh, hustling. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, me me only having eight jobs. That means I'm not a hustler. No, right, you lazy son of a bitch. Did you, no, it means you're successful. Hustler. Hustler. I fell into your career early was, enough. That's exactly what I was going to say. So, when does your radio job start? Like, I mean, how many years have you been doing this? 20. 20 years, okay? So that was your late teens, early 20s when you started that. Like, for me, the reason my job list is so short is because I worked at the shoe store for 11 years. Mm, yeah. Yeah, my entire, you know, so, my entire 20s was essentially one job or one band because I was a full-time musician with one and then yeah. two bands. So that 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 was that. But I had a lot of jobs before that, and I've had a few since then. And, of course, the multiple bands I consider multiple jobs. I'm up to 16 now. But I did everything from, I was a golf caddy, you know, and that was torturous. Jeff, you have on there Apostle? <laughs> <laughs> the Apostle Jeff. He's wearing, you're wearing the Apostle beard. Assistant to Punches Pilot. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. oh, why that, that guy? That's and that now, guy. here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. You know I was Team Jesus. You know I, guy, I didn't say that you necessarily agreed with all of it, but hey, there were some other cases. <laughs> you were clerk for Pontius Pilate. Right? <laughs> Ooh, blacksmith. <laughs> uh, all the Bible knowing people are out there like, oh. that's a great joke. Oh, <laughs> and a, a reenactment? <laughs> no, actual oh. blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> actual colonial blacksmith. <laughs> all right, today's Team Race member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from Collinsville. It's Mark Gherkin. Yeah, yeah. Mark Gherkin. Does he really want me to say this? Yes, that's what he said. first and last name start in Ed? Mark Gherkin. Yes, he, <laughs> he has to say jerk and gherkin if possible. Oh, oh no. Oh, that reminds me of another job. Thanks. <laughs> Huge fan of the race show. He listens every morning and he uh, he upgraded to the unlimited data rate on his phone just so we could watch the webcams while at work. That is wow. a smart move right there. And he says, I would be honored to be a Team Riz member and would wear my jersey proudly. You got it, bro. Mark Jerkin Gherkin. <laughs> Today's Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Well, it's kind of just hitting the news now. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, celebrity chef. One of our World traveler. One of my favorites. Like, definitely one of my favorites. I would have never paid attention to this guy except for you brought him up. Uh, Anthony Bourdain dies at 61. Suicide. In France. And said uh, he was in the middle of filming 
one of the Parts Unknown episodes. He's got that show on CNN, Parts Unknown, which is a great show, a travel show. And uh, apparently his uh, friend found him unresponsive in his room. They're saying he hung himself. His friend, if you watch the show, his friend uh, Eric Rippert, one of the uh, one of the other chefs that he travels with sometimes, found him unresponsive, uh, unresponsive in his hotel room early Friday morning. According to CNN, he was in France working on an upcoming episode of his CNN series. And CNN in a statement says, it is with extraordinary sadness we can confirm the death of our friend and colleague, Anthony Bourdain. His love of great adventure, new friends, fine food and drink, and the remarkable stories of the world made him a unique storyteller. His talents never cease to amaze us, and we will miss him very much. Our thoughts and prayers are with his daughter and a family at this incredibly difficult time. Yeah, he's got a daughter, and I remember the first time seeing him, he had a show on a cooking channel, a food network, called uh, A Cook's Tour. And it kind of caught my eye because it was one of those first, it was the fir- one of the first travel, go to different parts of the world and eat weird food. And yeah, there were shows like that before. And there were shows, not that many, not like there are now, but there were shows where, you know, these personalities would go around and everything they ate was, mmm, God, it's so good. Anthony, o- Anthony Bourdain was the first one to go, man, this is garbage. Mm. He'd go to a place and go, this is crap. He was the first honest guy. Not just that either. He was so good at storytelling. Oh, my God. His book, he's got a book called Kitchen Confidential. And it's the story of him being a cook in New York City when he was younger. Heroin addict. Uh, And it was uh, stories of what goes on in kitchens in New York City. That, that, Fascinating. That Fascinating. came from the article. Like it originally, I'm reading this. I don't know the top of my mm-hmm. head, but apparently it was an article at first just called Don't Eat Before Reading This. And then that's what it, it was so popular. It spun into that book, mm-hmm. which actually became a TV show starring Bradley Cooper, which lasted half a season, mm-hmm. if that didn't do well. But if you have a chance to read that book, Kitchen Confidential, and I think I've talked about it on the show. Oh, before. yeah. And uh, he just recently put out a cookbook with his daughter, which I actually have sitting on my nightstand. And I would watch his uh, No Reservation show when it was on the uh, on the Travel Channel. And then he moved over to CNN. And I remember him being all excited about now having the CNN resources to get into places that you normally wouldn't be able to go. As an employee of CNN, he'd go to places where the Travel Channel could never get him. Right. What a great way to be paired with a network to benefit you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? One of the greatest scenes in one of his shows, and I forget which one this was. was it may have been from a cook's tour. It was a him sitting in, a, in, a, in an outdoor Asian restaurant. I want to say Thailand. And then bringing a cobra to the table, them cutting out the cobra heart. And him eating a live beating Heart of a snake. Jesus. Wow. Man, that is a bummer. That is. And I remember looking at my Twitter feed a couple couple weeks ago, a couple days ago. I remember him uh, tweeting out a picture of 
uh, him and his girlfriend and another chef, I guess they were filming Parts Unknown, and everybody's kind of dancing around. And Yeah, that was like uh, five days ago. His last tweet was like June 3rd, and it was that. But that tweet that he, he sent out with everybody dancing around, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Look at his Twitter feed. He was very vocal in the uh, Me Too thing and the Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. thing because his girlfriend was a victim. Was a victim. Or alleged victim, whatever, yeah. Yeah, his girlfriend was a victim. Her, 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 his girlfriend uh, is like a, a famous uh, Italian uh, actress and, yeah. and director. Yeah, that was on June 3rd. He tweeted June 3rd, that. so yep. five days ago. That picture of everybody dancing around and having a good time. What's the caption on it? Uh, having fun with uh, Christopher. Oh, no, his. Sorry. Television production is a tough business. Prior preparation prevents poor performance on location with director, his girlfriend, and a couple other people. Just dancing around, having a good time. Drinking right? his hand, having a good time. And five days later, found in his hotel room by his friend. Unresponsive. So, that's a very sad story this morning. So, Anthony Bourdain, big fan of his. Yeah. Dead at 61 from a, from a suicide. That sucks. Yeah. That's yeah. a bummer. <clears throat> Oh, he's a big music fan too. Yeah, what kind? Uh, he was into man. What was he into? Because he'd always have music people on with him. Big Queens of the Stone Age fan. Oh yeah, big Queens of the Stone Age fan. Someone in the chat room is asking: Are they sure it wasn't a botched uh, autoerotic asphyxiation? Because they say like he was pretty vocal about being into adult entertainment. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, it says. By all reports. Yeah. Television personality, writer, died of an apparent suicide, 61. That's what everything's saying. Oh, the guys from Queens of the Stone Age wrote his theme music. Oh, yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah, on his show, uh, No Reservations, they did a uh, really cool Christmas episode with Queens of the Stone Age where he cooks a Christmas meal. As, as, as I said, I you know... Love this guy. So, man, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's just it's all over the place now. Associated Press tweeting it out. Kitchen Confidential is now trending on Twitter. So let's regroup and then uh, we'll come back with your emails. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And your emails, Show at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, emails. Uh, when we talk about food, we talk about food, and then we just move on, right? Nope. Or we get emails. This is uh, podcast weirdo Doug. Enjoyed the segment about eating Kit Kats from a recent show, The Wife. Loved hearing confirmation that our emailer Doug is indeed an unlovable monster because he eats was, the Kit Kats that way. I didn't realize this was, this was such a, a, a controversial thing. The fact that people just bite into their Kit Kats and not break them apart. Yeah, and he actually uh, gave us a picture of the said uh, Kit Kat bar, and he does the rapper pullback thing that Moon was talking about that he does. So his wife just bites? No, no, he just bites, and his wife thinks he's an unlovable monster, and he said that was confirmation right. that she was correct. She was right. <laughs> She yeah, is absolutely correct. Now he also he has a former coworker 
that uh, he, he says, hey, man, you uh, do you do you eat things however you want to. But he has a former co-worker that that has him questioning that this guy, if this is true, plain vanilla ice cream covered in ketchup. That's disgusting. like it was chocolate syrup. Yeah. OK, so here's the deal. That's you are for reals a monster. That's that's yeah. You taking a bite out of a out of a out of a row of Kit Kats? I'm joking when I say you're a monster. I think you're sort of a monster, but I'm kind of joking. This, <laughs> this is full confirmation. This, you're a despicable that. monster. Yeah. Now this is this is his uh, like a former coworker. That's all the info I have. But oh, so it wasn't okay. Not him. So yeah, it's, it's not him. It's okay. a former coworker. Yeah. Who's now locked up in an in, in, in insane asylum? Yeah. Where he should be. Right. Next. And this is another one about the Kit Kat, and we're going dark here. On the way to work, this guy was... chocolate? uh, No. Oh, I love that. No, he was uh, listening to us talk about Kit Kats and other foods, and then Moon's eating habits were brought up again. Well, and, and, and all of our the eating habits are brought up all the time. Is it, is it, you know, you don't like to touch... Right, like, like your particulars about food. Like you don't like to touch food and get food on your hands and things like, like that. Like chicken wings okay, so, or yeah, ribs. I just don't, yeah, I don't like... Things on my fingers. I won't mm-hmm. do chicken wings. I won't do ribs. Um, what about I don't uh, like you know, peanut butter touching my skin? We talked about uh, Cheetos before, so uh, you know, you eat Cheetos and you get the Cheetos dust. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I usually wash that off. The dust is okay, and I think it's because I was so obsessed with Cape Cod popcorn back in the day, and mm-hmm. now it's Pelican Bay. That white cheddar stuff gets in. I had the Pelican Bay popcorn. Oh, fun over the weekend, and it your fingers. Oh, you, it's, it's, it's oh, almost yeah. like you got a glove on. Glued up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glued up. <laughs> yeah. That just your like, like your two fingertips just glued up. But there's something there's something with that, and and there's exceptions, and and I'm getting over it. Uh, in my 20s, it was a big deal. Peanut butter is the worst. Anything with like oil that you can't really, you know, that, that separates itself from water that mm-hmm. you can't really wash off super easy. Well, what about this gentleman? Uh, like I said, man, it goes dark, and he's got he lists like four, three or four food weird food things, and he says that a lot of people who have experienced childhood drama. Or trauma, sorry. Drama, grow, yes. Grow trauma, not drama. Trauma. Grow up with uh, eating habits that other people don't quite understand. And he goes on to say what happened to him as a child. Uh, molested by three stepbrothers, beaten, oh my God, wow. beaten by his stepmom. And here are some examples of his weird food things. He eats French fries only with a fork. He says, "I don't eat meat that is still attached to the bone, so like ribs and chicken, that sort of thing." Hmm. He can only share food with his wife and one of his four kids. And the last one is he never eats community food like a buffet or something to that effect. Those might be, I mean, he's got a lot of rules. Those seem like very specific rules, so that might be a result of that. Yeah, that play into his childhood trauma. Yeah, because mine's just with... All that stuff is a result of... Yeah, mine's just with, like, sticky fingers. Hey, listen, I I don't like community food either. Right. It has it has all to do with cleanliness. There's some other things that I've read about the particular weirdnesses that I have. Those those little uh, quirks. The, yeah, those, those quirks. And there's some signs that 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 say that oh, this is usually indicative of of this. But uh, I don't know. I don't think the I don't well, think the trauma in my past. Listen to this one. He says uh, maybe did though. He says I can go out to eat and have no problem eating food cooked by others, but I can't actually see them cook the food, or it freaks me out. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Very strange, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, sure I was, a lot of therapy. Yeah, I'd imagine. A lot of therapy there. Absolutely. I've Good luck to, to you. I've talked about it before. I went through a thing or two when I was when I was a kid in similar 
vein of what he's talking about, but I don't think that's where my weirdness came from with the, with the fingers because that I think that's you're just it. born like, that way. Yeah, I do. I I do kind of remember always being like that. I'm like the ribs. Just bleh. Well, it could also just be you don't like it. There's not to be something behind I it. I just don't like messy. I don't I like just, messy you just eating. Don't like it. I don't like it. We'll go to therapy. No, I just don't I just like don't it. Don't like it. Well, we it. need to find out why. No, I just don't. Don't, just don't. don't like it. Don't like messy eating. Next, uh, Megan here is emailing about our topic on the best uh, topping for pizzas, and she actually owns a uh, pizza joint, a pizza food truck, as a matter of fact, it's called Pie Hard Pizza here in the city. Oh, I think I've heard of that. And she says, hands down, the most popular ingredient is. Pepperoni. She says the amount of pepperoni that they go through versus any other ingredient is insane. And she used all caps for insane, so she's serious, obviously. food truck. Yeah. Here's what I was thinking, by the way, for my uh, my 40th. Because we're planning a little shindig Mm -hmm. at the uh, the Riz compound. And uh, my wife is throwing around the idea of getting a couple food trucks. Wow. Nice. Like one for like uh, a dessert and one for like, uh, you know, a meal and then maybe one for like an appetizer. Like, just kind of stagger the times. Are there food trucks with strippers? Do we know? And would she be down for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a pole on a flatbed? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> the old lusty rusty? Ah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's Megan from pieheartpizza.com if you want to check her out. So you know, I, kinda, you know I have that access road next to uh, next to my house? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It'd be a great place for it. Just park a, a couple, two, three of them there. Yeah, that's a great idea. As a matter of fact, yeah. you wife, combo that with the slip and slide, dude. My wife had that idea. Oh, by the way, thanks to our buddy Ryan, who got me a uh, hundred uh, feet of uh, plastic tarp for the Fourth uh, of July I love uh, slip it. and slide. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're actually going to do that. Yes. Look up last night. There he is with a with a big, huge cardboard box over his shoulder. Last Guys, night. Guys, where do you want to put this uh, hundred feet of tarp? <laughs> Just put it in the back of my car. <laughs> Next. Uh, our pasta conversation. Because because my boyfriend thinks everything you guys say is gold, listener says here, this has become the most insane debate ever. Are heavy cream pastas more of a winter food or are they fair game all year long? A winter food. Are we talking like uh, like, uh, like, a, like, a like Alfredo? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he says that uh, summery months should be lighter pasta dishes. Or I'm sorry, she says summer months, lighter pasta dishes. He says it doesn't matter when and where. I, I agree with her, yeah, I but I point. still think that you can eat yeah, Alfredo course. or like a carbonara or something like that Anytime in the summer. But I do understand. Listen, if if I'm at a outdoor reception or something, I'm not going to want fettuccine Alfredo. No, no. You do like a, a primavera. Light, yeah, a light pasta sauce or even a light red sauce is good to go. But the, the heavy cream, yeah, I, I get why they're saying that. You do like an oil-based, uh, you know, lighter yeah. lighter sauce for, you know, spring and summertime. Yeah. But it, it's like saying, hey, do you have chili in the summer? Like, do you eat chili in the summer? I will. Somebody's going to make some for me. But July I don't... 4th chili cook-off. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think about chili in the summer. Yeah, if somebody I mean, offered it to me, sure. Yeah, but you eat chili inside of the air conditioning. Right. Yeah. If you're outside, see fall. If you're outside, you have a bowl of chili outside. I'm more summer and winter differences when it comes to my booze. Like I'm a big Jameson fan, but I drink it more in the fall and winter. Are there any strictly winter and summer foods? Like, will you not eat something in the summer that Don't, you eat in the winter? Stew. 
The only thing I can oh, think... Ah, I, I just had I stew about a stew. week ago, and it was really good. I could still do stew. I think the only thing for me would be like the, the fruits and stuff that are out of season. And fruitcake. I don't fruit do a lot of Christmas only- cookies in July. Thank you, Jeff. You bet. <laughs> Thank you, Scott, by the way. Fruitcake. Fruit I don't know, man. Good. Honestly, I think food is not seasonal to me, but like I said, I think drinks are, which is weird. Yeah, I would definitely say heavy things. My deal is... The war on sweat. And I don't want to sweat. I want to be as comfortable as possible. And heavy foods in the summer are not a yeah, good if idea. You're inside. If you're inside, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, but don't you want to get fattened up in the winter and thin in the summer, right? I'd rather not goes? be fat any time of year. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of seasonal specific foods. Okay, I mean, this is this is obvious, but like anything pumpkin spiced. I'm not going to yeah, rock that right. in June. Yeah, but I'm not a pumpkin spice fan as it is. See, I, I am. I like everything pumpkin. But like, if you came to me right now and said, hey, man, I got you a pumpkin pie, I'd go, I hope it's good in November. Like, you I'm would not, not eat a today. pumpkin pie now? No. Really? No, absolutely not. Well, throw away the pumpkin pie we brought. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad <laughs> idea. Stupid, stupid of us. Sorry. Next. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Happy birthday, Riz. Longtime listener, first time emailer, listening to the show the other day about the Pitbull ban in Eureka yes. uh, and the argument that pursued. Uh, I pose a question to you guys. It's a very, very serious question. If you were a dog, what kind of dog no. would you be? That is serious. <laughs> and after our discussion, or now, doesn't matter, he did list what kind of dogs he thinks he would be. I have no idea. What kind of dog would I be? Uh, Mr. Rizzuto, you, you're you a well-trained pit bull that will snap at any time you hear something you don't like. That is, Perfect. He is one for one. Except for the trained part. He's a wild dog. <laughs> Tony is a pit mastiff, big, slow, and will knock you down at any point if you piss him off. Are mastiffs cuddly? Because you're cuddly. He is. No. I, th- I see you as more of a Newfoundland. Those are much more cuddly. Uh, Moon, and you're very a, hairy. You're a whippet. Energy out of control. Uh-huh. Most of the time, doesn't know where you're going. You still, have, uh, but you still end up where you need to be. I have a whippet. You do remind me of Wilson. What about King Scott? Uh, King Scott is not mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry. A um, an Irish setter. Thank you. <laughs> says it right here. Watch. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Thanks, emailer. Setter. A whippet. She says it right there. I was Love you too. More of a uh, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Oh, there it is. It is on there. <laughs> Ridgeback. What's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm a golden retriever that loves to run for no damn reason. Okay. That's what it says here. That's our emailer, Chris. Next. All right. Hey, guys. Happy birthday, Riz. Just wanted to let you guys know how amazing you all are, that you're always brightening up my day. So here is my question. Is King Scott single? Oh, there's your email. I got This person remembered me. If yes, is he looking? Always, right? Yeah. If yes, would he like to go out on a date? Ooh, yes, you would. Signed, Dale. What? No, I'm trying to. Is that the farmer guy? <clears throat> uh, she says, uh, I'm not a weirdo. Well, yes, I am, but not in that case. I like having a good time. Thought maybe uh, a nice date with two nice people would Scott, be. Scott, you like to have well, a good time, nice. too. Wow, that's Perfect. crazy. And you're a person. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> She oh, says, are? I know this isn't a dating show or anything like that, but I've oh, it is. had <laughs> a hard time in the dating department all my life and thought maybe we could hang out or whatever. She just wants to kick it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. 
She does. She says she does uh, have sex on the first date. If you're interested in that, no, I'm just kidding. She doesn't really say that. She <laughs> says saying, if. Damn. She said if not, no hard feelings. And she even gave her gave her first and last name so we could look it up on Let's Facebook. Let's look her up. All right. Let's look her up. I don't want to say what her last name is, but I'll spell it for you really quick. <laughs> give it to Patrico. Let's see here. What do we got? She's a blues fan. I see. Yeah. That's good. Oh, she's cute. Let me see. She likes turkeys. Let me see. Or maybe not. She those are not living, are they? <laughs> I don't think so. She likes turkey. Oh, look yeah. at that. She looks like fun. Oh, look at you. She looks like a great time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, set a date. You guys are perfect. Yep. <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect together. Why I'll are we get married? I'll get some of those save the date cards. All right. Okay. We're gonna do the Thank wedding. You. Yep. I'll give you a great rate. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Need somebody to film the honeymoon? Let me know. All right, let's oh. set that up. We'll send a camera crew. Next. Oh, one man, final we, one. We have talked a lot recently about, hey, man, the move over to the new studio is happening soon. We're here now July. We early, st- early July? 2020. Do we know the setup in the actual studio yet? Like, is there going to be, is it a round table? Is no, it a long a one with you fact, at the end? As or? a matter of fact, uh, Marshall, the, uh, the head engineer over at Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hubbard. Uh, we saw yesterday, he said that, I guess the, um, the carpet's down, the walls are up, they're installing the cameras, the, the, uh, the, the webcams, and then we're going to go in and we're going to kind of see where we should put everything. So it has not been decided like how the console no, no, and fact, the table and everything's going to be set up. I think he wants our input. Yeah, I think there's a couple wow. options. The last time I was up there, they were saying, oh, it could be here. It might look like this studio with some tweaks and... It's going to be awesome. I kind of have an idea. Eventually. In my head. Well, if you need another idea, our emailer has a great idea here. I mean, great idea. Instead of just having a square desk, you know, in the middle, kind of like this, where we're all looking at each other. How about we each have our own desk in the four corners of the room. Therefore, you don't have to look at anybody. Great. So we'll just stare at the walls. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have everybody just face the wall. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's how that's how the office is now and that's how well f- for the most part two of us are facing a wall but that's how the office will be there oh our new oh, everybody office faces a wall yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying our new Wait. office there is is tiny yeah and our window's technically a wall yeah we can all face the window because yeah, i'm actually facing a wall then that's true window right Completely into the studio enclosed yeah. oh, scott so in the new studio Scott in the, new, in the new studio has got the biggest area. Yeah, yeah he's got the biggest awesome. area, his own room. It's it's great, and it's not like this is kind of private. I don't like talking about that. Here, here, here. It's across the hall, and in they used to keep mops and buckets in there. At the new place, it is specifically built for him to sit in there. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm just so looking forward to the sunlight, guys. This yeah. sunlight, yeah. it's gonna be great. Also, P.S. Here, Patrico, just a friendly reminder: you don't matter. Great. <laughs> so yeah, our new cow. office, not studio, just talking about office. Mm-hmm. It's tiny, and I don't know how we're gonna fit everything in there. I don't either. Wait, what are you trying to say? One of you's gonna have to go. <laughs> Jeff, I don't know how we're gonna fit everybody in there. <laughs> hint, hint. We got all. The, we got to start cleaning out our office here. Yeah. There's some stuff up there, man. Uh, some of those things may. I don't think we some of the stuff is going to make them. Yeah, with us. we might be able to leave that behind. We have a lot of sex toys upstairs. Honestly, <laughs> not we anymore. Have, we have a box that's oddly enough right behind Jeff. That is just—it's honestly spilling with sex toys. Call it. Yeah, overflowing with sex toys. I already have my name on that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know what we labeled it? Sex toys. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think some of that stuff is making the move with us to the new station. Well, it's funny when the engineers and the IT people from Hubbard have come into the room. We're always like, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? And we're putting our hands over things. And don't look over here. It's okay. Don't look. It's fine. You know there is a giant black dong. Where is that thing? Oh. Is that the one that I kept moving in different I know doors? where it is. Is it still upstairs? No. It's gone? It's not gone, but it's not here. What, what in the hell does that mean? What up, Patrico household? Is this it's, a riddle? It's at a Hot Shots. We used it for a Halloween Is gig. it still there? Yeah. Last I heard. <laughs> I was so in hopes you put it in your spokes on your bicycle. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were supposed to get it the, la- the next time we were there, and, oh, we, and forgot. we forgot That's it. Right. Oh, no. Hmm. So, who knows? Wow. Hope is this sitting on a table there? <laughs> it's their new paper towel. Holder. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, where'd you guys get this uh, paper towel holder? Home goods? Yeah, if you didn't hear uh, Anthony Bourdain, dead at 61, parent suicide. I'll tell you what, thinking more, more about... What an influence Anthony Bourdain was on not only the culinary world, but the travel. You know, all the travel stuff he did. I mean, this man went to places where you'd never know what they ate, what the people looked like, the culture of. Would you say he's responsible for popularizing the TV foodie kind of thing? He's, if, if. He wasn't the first, he was. He was big, big, and I mean. He legitimized it. How about that? What am I trying to say? He's, I mean, he was definitely responsible for part of it. Opening up the world to a lot of people. Honestly, this man opened up the world to people. There were no shows like his. Yeah. This man went to, uh, you know, went to the corners of the earth to show how people lived. I mean, it's a damn shame. And to know that he was suffering, too, is, is... also, suffering in silence is very sad. And the man leaves behind a daughter, you know, a young daughter. Just a, just a shame. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. It's just a massive fan. That's a, that's a tough one. This is this is nuts, and and they haven't released a name yet on this, but dozens, dozens of suspected criminal cases have been dropped, and hundreds of traffic tickets are now under review after prosecutors say they became concerned about the conduct of a Missouri Highway Patrol trooper. Again, the, the, the nobody in the media has released this trooper's name because he hasn't been charged with anything yet, but. In a letter to the Highway Patrol from the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office, they say, quote, The trooper's conduct came under scrutiny after several prosecuting attorneys expressed legal and ethical concerns about his conduct during their case assessment and review of dash cam footage. The review of the officer revealed a pattern of unacceptable practices and questionable behavior. And they're talking about, and these are their words, factual exaggerations, or misstatements of the law, all pretty much aimed at getting admissions or consents to search. This particular trooper has written over 300 tickets and has been part of more than 70 felony and misdemeanor cases, all of which have been thrown out. So I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this. 
But the 70 felony and misdemeanor charges, cases, all thrown out. All right, try to follow me on this. On Wednesday, 39-year-old Ronald Floyd was found dead next to a car on the 500 block of West Davis in South City. And police say that he was shot about an hour before his body was found. And they're saying he was in the car with uh, three other men. The driver of the car was a 31-year-old guy named Adrian McKissick. He'd been in a text argument for hours with a guy named Kevin Smith. They were arguing about about a woman. They were both dating. Now, during the argument, which started about 1.30 that morning and continued up until the shooting about five hours later, both men had threatened each other, claiming to both have guns. And just before 6 a.m., this uh, Kevin Smith guy pulled up next to the car on West Davis. Adrian told police that he thought the other guy was reaching for a gun, so he sped up. As he did, he heard a gunshot coming from the backseat of his car. He thought the guy in the backseat accidentally shot Ronald Floyd, who was sitting in front of him. So Adrian's sitting in the driver's seat. This Ronald Floyd guy, who was found dead, was in the passenger seat. The guy in the backseat accidentally shot Ronald. And I guess they dumped his body. Adrian crashed his car into a park car, which in turn crashed into a third car. Kevin Smith, the guy he was arguing with, crashed his car into a park car as well. And with all that racket, neighbors woke up, called the cops. One witness said they saw Adrian hide a gun in a trash can. And police did later recover a 40 caliber handgun. He's been charged with second-degree murder, which is when a person dies during the perpetration of a felony. And since he's got a previous conviction for felony assault, he is not allowed to have a weapon. Wow. And they dumped this, this Ronald Floyd guy right in the street. Oh, there's a lot went on right there. A lot went on right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, don't you love it when adults get caught playing make-believe? <laughs> 39-year-old Jeffrey uh, Grancolas, he's from Troy, Illinois, was charged with false impersonation of an officer. Real police pulled him over for speeding on uh, Illinois Route 15 back on February 7th. And he identified himself as a Brooklyn, Illinois police officer even showed credentials. And here's the thing. Uh, I guess he had at one point worked for the Brooklyn Police Department. But when you don't, you're not supposed to pass yourself off as a police officer. So when, when you're, you're not, no longer a police officer, you can no longer say, I'm a police officer. So if I ever, God forbid, get fired from this job, I can't say I work on the point right. when I don't. You see how that works? Mm. And you could put that to anything. Right. Like, hey, I can't say I work at McDonald's. I once worked there. You know, I was 16, but I can't say I work there currently. And guess what? If you did happen to say I work at McDonald's, it's not as bad saying I'm I'm a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't. Those are not on equal. They're not on equal. Like (laughs) equal footing. I don't think if I equal ground there. No. If I would say to you, Hey, Riz, I work at McDonald's, or I say, Hey, Riz. I'm a police officer. I think they're going to have two different types of punishment if I get busted. You You mean I'm not going to go to Mick Jail? You might not get some nuggets, (laughs) and you might go to jail. He uh, turned himself in on uh, May 29th. He posted bond and was released. 
He's also out on bond for a felony theft charge at East St. Louis. So okay. I guess when he stopped being a cop, he just... Boy, talk about going to the other side. Went yeah. to the other side. Holy cow. Uh, the family of uh, 51-year-old Kimberly Vermillion asking for help. They want to know who attacked and pistol-whipped her, sending her to intensive care. She's on a ventilator with uh, serious head injuries. Police say the attack happened last Sunday around uh, 11.15 at night in the 7300 block of Pennsylvania. They're saying a middle-aged man is thought to have hit her with a gun, suffered a large contusion on her head as in critical, unstable condition. If you have any info, please call Crime Stoppers. Hey, you know, uh, we've been talking about that trolley that's going to be in the loop. You know, the yeah. track's are already down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's just, was, uh, let's let's do it and ring the bell and was, let's roll. Uh, I was over, you know, at Del Mar Hall last Saturday. And I said, oh, there they are. They have the tracks. All we need is the trolley to just keep going up and down. Let's say I'm down at Del Mar Hall. I want to get to Salt and Smoke or Blueberry Hill. Just hop on the trolley. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding. Room for one more? Sure, come on. It's been delayed again. <laughs> No, no. Are you serious? Yes. The opening has been delayed once again. The uh, the the most recent estimate for it being open uh, would be uh, late spring. So we're getting to that time now. But uh, now they're they're talking the earliest. The earliest would be June twenty first. Mm. And they're waiting for approval from the Federal Transit Administration in conjunction with MoDOT. So they're saying the earliest would be June 21st, which is not far off. But uh, they have not set an official date to begin operations. And the funny thing is, it was supposed to be open three years ago. Yeah, And I was going to say, this is, they say the earliest is June 21st. It's the earliest. They don't have a great track record as far as uh, dates for this they thing. Do they, tracks, do. Yes. they do have <laughs> tracks, though. They do have tracks. They do have tracks. It so far. That will smash into cars that are parked on the street. As we said the other day, I'd love to have the contract to be the uh, the towing official towing company of the loop. Yeah. Because there is a white line down. There's a white line that if you if you park over the line, the trolley's not going to be able to pass. Over the line. And uh, finally, uh, locally, uh, somebody somebody just sent the Riz Show Facebook message that said the trolley is already running. I've been on it. Yeah, Were you in St. Louis at the time? Maybe a couple dry runs. I'm telling you, Joe Edwards, the guy that's basically the quote-unquote mayor of the loop, he owns Del Mar, he owns Blueberry Hill, he owns the pageant, owns a pinup bowl, and is responsible for putting the, the trolley down. Said so it will be a great, a great celebration once the trolley opens. And that man has really turned around oh, that street. Absolutely. Responsible for a lot of great things on that street. But I just having a just having a big time problem with getting that 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 trolley up and going. I actually know why they keep delaying the debut of it. They're waiting to hear back from Nico Smith to sing the national anthem <laughs> at the uh opening ceremonies. Well, they got Nico Smith to do it, huh? Not yet, and that's the problem. I was thinking it was more of like a, you know, a Department of Transportation thing, but I didn't, I didn't know that. We'll see. It'll come out eventually.
And uh, finally, locally, people down at Festus are being told to be on high alert because uh, last night a bear was spotted in a couple yards in the Georgetown neighborhood. We have uh, audio, actually. That was it. The bear was seen rummaging through trash cans, and the Missouri Department of Conservation thinks the bear could be looking for a mate. So if you're single and looking... King Scott! That's a bit startling to think that. There's a bear just a wandering bear in around. Festus just hanging out. Just another day in Festus, huh? Yeah, just, there's a bear another kicking day. it right another over there. Another day in Festus, huh? That's so That's Festus. That you know what? The, the bear came out of the woods and he goes, I keep hearing Riz talk about this place, Festus. It must be nice. I'm going. Uh-huh. <laughs> Time for me to look for a mate because I'm a bear. That's what I do. Isn't it funny how all bears talk just like uh-huh. that? Because I'm a bear. Because I'm a bear. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-2. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. You know, a lot of people asking us this question. Somebody asked this morning. So when we move to the new studio, will we get the texter back? Remember, we, remember guys, the texter? Oh, oh that, yeah. Oh, that old thing? Code? And we had the short code, and you could text, you know, was it 48258? That yep. was it. And uh, we get all the messages here. Just text us your complaint, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want it back? <laughs> no. Oh, neither do I. Absolutely not. No. That was the worst. No. But we are getting something. We are getting something very cool. Oh, the coolest. As far as our new uh, camera systems go. Yeah. So there'll be a, a chat room. To go along with our new system. Yeah. This so is, it's kind of like a texter, kind of, sort of. This is going to be incredible, by the way. It really, truly is going to be incredible. So this new camera system we're getting. You know about this, Moon? I know the basics when we first discussed it months ago. So like if you're talking, the camera will automatically cut to you and kind of zoom into your face. And then when Jeff's talking, it's going to automatically cut to his face and... It's going to be like its own director. When there's multiple voices, it kind of goes to an overhead. Yeah, so it that is like the latest and greatest oh, yeah. of the technology. It is, dude. It's incredible. There's like movement and flow. Like it's gonna, it's gonna almost feel like a TV show. Yeah, it's gonna direct itself, and there'll be interactive elements to it. Oh, it's gonna be great. Now, if we just have a good show to go along with, right. The cool equipment we have. <laughs> and as you always say, is the non-monster filter going to be on the camera? <laughs> I'm going to put a Vaseline over the lens that's going to be on my face just to soften her up a little bit. What was uh, what was the old Bruce Willis show with uh, Sybil Shepard? Moonlighting? Moonstruck? Moonstruck? Moonlighting. Moon yeah, something? moonlighting, yeah. Uh, there was rumor that they put um, like uh, nylons or whatever they're called uh, over the top of the, the lens whenever they shot her. Oh, really? And if you go back and watch the old show, her focus is much softer. Huh. Yeah. Super welcome. That's neat. I got a piece of audio to play you. So there was a uh, 23-year-old guy in Boston. This is nuts. And there's video to go along with it. He killed somebody in a, in a, in a hit-and-run accident. So this guy ran somebody over and then drove away. And he was caught. Police got him, but they let him go because they didn't have enough evidence to arrest him. 
But then he did an interview with the local news and confessed to everything. And here's the thing. He was so calm talking about hitting and killing somebody. Almost like, eh, no big deal. Mm -hmm. In fact, he said, happens all the time. It runs happen all the time. No big deal. Right now, I'm not worried about nothing, man. Like I said, I'm not a stone cold killer. I didn't do nothing on purpose. People hit and run people all the time. All the time. Yeah, no biggie. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Jeez. Hit and run all the time. I ain't worried. Ain't no thing. Purpose. People hit and run people all the time. I'm driving too quick to the point where it's like I couldn't really stop, but it was a green light. So as the guy was, you know, as the guy was walking, the light is green. I'm driving and I'm pressing the horn, pressing the horn. Beep, 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 beep. It was either I was going to die and crash into a pole. So what happened is what happened, man. And it wasn't intentionally. Accidents happened. All it was was an accident. I was scared and worried because I didn't know what could happen. You see what I'm saying? Um, no, I do not see no. what you're saying. As this audio goes on, and the first time I, I've only heard it once before now, and my first thought was he either realizes at the end that he's doing this and he doesn't know how to stop himself, or he's completely clueless, one I of the two. I think he's clueless. I think so, too. Did he essentially just give the statement of, it was either me or them, so I yeah, picked them? I think you're right. Because he goes, it was either I crash into a pole and die, or you know what? accidents happen. If that even is the case. You stop, and you wait for the authorities. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, so that's why I left. I said, God forbid, I hope, you know, he's okay. They released me because I'm not, you know, I'm not guilty. I'm a real gangster, not a bad way. I'm a, I'm a gangster because I help out the community. He's talking about they released him because they originally did take him in, but they didn't have any evidence. Yeah. This is the evidence now, you dummy. Police arrested him after this. This aired, police arrested him. And now you're definitely going to jail for a long time. Now we don't get to hear how he helps out the community. Yeah. I was curious. You know, I want to know how nice of a guy this guy is. I just, I just What's he the, doing in the community? I just saw the fact that the guy literally says, man, people hit and run people all the time. No, no they do not. Yeah, it's not. Like, no, they don't. You hear me? No, I'm not. I am <laughs> no. not hearing you. Unfortunately, mm. I am not hearing you right now. And the fact that it's just so flippant about it, too, it's. Good point. In the chat room, if you had time to honk, you probably had time to stop. Mm, yeah. It's almost like if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. Well, you do say that a lot I, to I me. Don't, I don't see the connection <laughs> here. but. <laughs> uh, hey, the guy who was uh, shot by the dancing FBI agent in Denver. Remember, we had that story mm -hmm. on Monday, I believe. Shot in the leg, right? Shot in the leg. He talked to ABC News yesterday about what happened. And you know what? This guy, all right, this guy was shot... And he actually thought it was funny because the agent did a backflip on the dance floor. He, he does want an apology. I guess he hasn't gotten an apology yet. Uh, the sports bar where they were at has offered him free drinks for life. Nice. But uh, here he is uh, talking about it. I heard a loud bang, and I thought, oh, some idiot set off a firecracker. Nope. All of a sudden, my from the knee down became completely red. And that's when it clicked in my head, oh, I've been shot. Pretty shot in the lake. I originally thought, like, when I found out I got shot, it was an altercation that I got hit in the crossfire of because civilian casualties like that, dude, those happen. But when I saw him do a backflip, I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. Dude. I think it's a real bro. You think? Yeah. It's a real bro. I do love that term. When I found out I got shot, 
I love that because it, it does make sense when you break it down because a lot of people say, you know, they, they don't know it right away. They heard firecrackers, their brain's still computing data, you know, seconds after a bullet went through you. You hear that all the time. I think Reagan said that when he got shot. I uh, had a conversation um, with uh, one of our listeners, a racial listener, private listener right now. He's the guy that was shot in the back by oh, yeah. a guy that was oh, robbing a cell phone, phone place. Yeah, yeah, I saw him a couple weeks ago. So we, I, I, I actually asked him about that. And he said, "You don't, you don't feel it until after. Yeah, like you get shot, and then you go, oh my god, I think I've been shot.' You don't feel it. I yeah. wonder if one of the reasons why you don't feel it is your brain is, and maybe this is what you were trying to say. Your brain is just trying to wrap around the fact that yeah. you just got shot. I've been shot. What? You are correct on the bro statement, though. Yeah, he's a bro because he's kicking it on his couch wearing a Fakap Sash shirt. He's just kicking it. I think I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh." There was no pointing, there was no aiming. I don't blame the guy. I don't want to ruin his life. I just want a private phone call from this guy. I just want to focus on my leg getting better than anything else, you know? I don't want to blame anybody, throw anybody under the truck. I don't want to blame it. It's clearly his fault. That There is somebody to blame. I don't want to blame anybody, especially not the officer that was uh, doing a backflip and then accidentally shot me in the leg, but um, I don't want to blame anybody. No, that's this is a this is a circumstance where you can blame somebody because yeah. it clearly is somebody's fault. There's no gray area here. It is his fault. <laughs> but I don't want to blame the guy no, that did the backflip and then this shot where, me. This is where you can blame somebody. And it's okay. So again, that was on ABC News, and they started they started out the story. So you know it's the anchor, and then they kind of throw it to the mm-hmm. piece. Um, they tried to get a little cutesy. They tried to get a little cutesy with the report, and they tried to use a pun, and it did. I don't think it went well, but see see if you could pick it up. 24-year-old Tom Reddington went dancing with friends over the weekend at this Denver bar. A few feet away, 29-year-old off-duty FBI agent Chase Bishop is busting a move, but during this backflip, he drops his gun, accidentally busting a cap. That, that's those terms, you know, like when, when your parents start using some of your terms, and you're like, well, oh, there goes that one. Man. You buffoon. Oh, I'm sorry. It, was, it wasn't the anchor. It was the, the beginning of the story. Yeah. The, you, you, anyway, you, you can destroy your teenage daughters by using some of oh, their yeah. vernacular. Oh, yeah. my favorite. Busting a move to yeah. busting a cap. Like tight was cool was- in the 90s and in high school, you know, but now I guess it's 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 cool again, even though we use it on this show as, as a joke. And I said it to my daughter, and she just melted. Oh, she yeah. was just like, oh, dad, you're the worst. Oh, I said G-move to my 16-year-old the other day, and I think she was so embarrassed. Busting a cap on the news. Bust a move to busting a cap. (laughs) And he gets free shots at the bar. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. I like that. Daily. That that way to present news is like my least favorite. Oh, I so like, agree with you. Like, just give me the story. Like, I can't, like, all the stories, like, especially during hockey hockey season, and, like, you know, a, a guy a guy leaves a Blues game and then gets robbed or something, and they're like, and it's not the victory on the ice that has this man feeling the Blues. I, like, come <laughs> yeah. on, man. I drove by, I think it was a, <laughs> an oil change place or a tire, tire changing place, and their sign said, spring in for savings. Yeah. Like, that's going to make me stop because you made a great <laughs> pun about the season. 
It really is punny. <laughs> I, think I may get my oil changed here. I was going to go down to Jiffy Lou, but since you guys at AutoZone said spring into, you know what I mean? A, 22, a 22-year-old male was shot leaving Bush Stadium, and now we're talking a different sea of red. Yeah. Oh, see, wow. Oh, wow that is I don't think dark. they've used that one. Jeez, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get that clip? Because... <laughs> man. Jeez, man. I don't think... St. Louis hockey fans are blue because they're not in the playoffs. Uh, just ridiculous, uh, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah guy over at Scott Trade Center choked <laughs> on a pretzel. It's another kind of turning blue. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. I think we went one too far man. here. We went one too far. Sorry. I'll see myself out. We're all thinking it, but I'll say it. You're better than that. I know. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Not going to no button yourself, though, are you? Oh, I will. No! <laughs> you see, you know, when you choke, you turn blue, and uh, yep. you know, the blues, blues and yeah. it just didn't work out for me. A uh, 55-year-old guy uh, who worked at a pizza place in North Carolina accused of putting rat poison in the cheese. And thank God an alert manager stopped the cheese from being served. So this guy, uh, Ricky is his name. He was arrested, charged with distributing food containing noxious or deleterious material. Look that word up. Mm-hmm. What is it? What? Deleterious. Oh, deleterious. Oh. Okay. So the manager was prepping. Uh, okay. The manager was prepping a pizza when he noticed that something was mixed in with the shredded cheese. And Ca- causing harm or damage. Yeah, that's it. And you know, this news anchor said he got a topping he didn't pay for. <laughs> So the manager was prepping the pizza when he noticed that something was uh, mixed in with the shredded cheese. And he stopped making pizza and went to review the restaurant surveillance footage. And he found the employee, this Ricky guy. He's the one that shredded that batch of cheese. Turned out to be rat poison in there. Why did he do it? No idea. No motive. Is it sad that I'd rather have that on my pizza than pineapple? <laughs> Man, you're insane. I totally disagree with your face right now. Yeah, pineapple's so good. Riz, we only have uh, two pizzas left. One's pineapple, the other one's rat poison. Why Why are you eating the rat poison one? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because nobody died. <laughs> Boy, and this this is a serious story here. This is sick. This is not funny in any way. A guy from uh, Scranton, Arkansas, 25-year-old Stephen Koch, admitted in court this week that he intentionally contracted HIV and intended to go on a date and lie about his status. In other words, he wanted to expose others to, to the virus. Jeez. He also pleaded guilty to child porn and drug-related charges. So he was sentenced to 50 years in prison, which I think is is too little. Because at 75, he, he has the potential to be out. But he was initially charged with possession of meth with purpose to deliver. And during the investigation... Police learned that Stephen had been watching child porn. And then while searching his computer for evidence, they found text messages and other communications about his HIV status and his intentions to spread the virus. Monster. Unreal. They go, why does this guy even walk the earth at this point? Yeah, why is there a number on the years that he's going to be in So you get 50 years for that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, again, he could potentially be out at the age of 75. 
if not even sooner, for maybe good behavior. I think you should face a 50-man firing squad. Yeah, it's nuts. Sick. And uh, finally, in your news, I, I really hope your your parents don't know this is the real morbid reason you haven't put any money into your retirement savings. But uh, according to a new study, one out of three people say their main financial plan is inheriting money from their parents after they die. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, uh, lotto scratchers. No, might as well. 36% of people in Gen X, 32% of millennials, and even 20% of baby boomers say they're they're banking on mom and dad leaving them a nice pile of cash. Man, I know people like that. I know people that have survived. Their whole family kind of survives on that, waiting for grandpa to go. But no one compares to Generation Z. That's people who are under 22. A full 63% of them currently see their parents as their best financial option. Yeah, see, my parents, from the get-go, I was probably five years old, and I said, you make sure you uh, set yourself up, think of the future, because you ain't getting nothing yeah. from us. God, I remember being so jealous of my friends in high school whose mom or dad or both had some sort of successful business that you just knew. You're a sophomore in high school, and you're barely getting C's, but as soon as you're old enough, you're taking over mom and dad's business, and as long as you're not a, an idiot, mm -hmm. you're set for life. Yeah. Right? yeah. I look at my dad, he was a sheet metal worker, which great, great work, very honorable work, local 36 union guy, but I ain't, I ain't nothing with tools, you know? Daddy ain't helping me out there. Yeah, but that 63%. Unbelievable. That is, that is, and maybe Jeez. they'll grow up. Again, generation, uh, generation Z is people under 22, and maybe they'll grow out of that, thinking yeah. that. It's either that or YouTube star. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm going to be famous because this viral video. Watch I'm going to play video games on YouTube. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. I'm going to be a gazillionaire. And that's your news brought to you by GMT Auto Sales West in O'Fallon, Missouri. Patrico's got your sports here in just a second. But um, just real quick on the, uh, the national anthem thing with the NFL. So, I mean, the issue of NFL players kneeling during the anthem, you know, was back in the news as the league announced the new anthem policy. And President Trump with the canceling of the Philadelphia Eagles White House visit because most players weren't going to go. Well, there is a, a new poll put out by Quinnipiac University. So it's one of those. It's it's a it's a legit poll. The poll came out yesterday, found that there are some pretty mixed feelings about the national anthem and the NFL. So a majority of 58 percent said that kneeling during the anthem is not unpatriotic. And 53% said they believe professional athletes have the constitutional right to protest on the field. But at the same time, a 51% majority said they support the NFL's recently announced policy requiring players to stand during the anthem if they're on the field, but also allowing them to stay in the locker room. Unsurprisingly, there was a clear partisan divide. 70% mm -hmm. of Republicans calling the protests unpatriotic compared to just 11% of Democrats. In the back rooms where, you know, it's just the owners, let's say, and just the, the dude, you know, the head of the NFL, do you think secretly they dig this controversy? No. 
You don't think so? I don't no, either. I think they just want it to go away. I think people are going to be tuning in at least the first couple of weeks at the beginning of the broadcast to see what happens with the national anthem. I don't think necessarily people are going to stick around for the entire games, but I think people are going to be curious enough, at least in week one, maybe week two, to see what happens with this new rule. You watch and see. I bet the the ratings are even more, more higher or even higher because of this. Because ah, remember last year, ratings were down. Right, but now they've dealt with it. We'll see, Jeff. Yes, we will. We will see. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Chat Sports Bar and Grill 11 area locations. All the games, all the time. The Washington Capitals won their first ever Stanley Cup last night with a 4-3 to win over the Vegas Golden Knights in Las Vegas to win the finals four games to one. Off the face off the Capitals have won it. The capital of the country is the capital of the hockey playoffs. They rush out onto the ice to congratulate Braden Holtby. The Washington Capitals, for the first time in their 44-year history, are the Stanley Cup champions. So the Capitals actually went into the third period down 3-2, to two, but Devontae Smith-Pelly scored a tie, and the Caps then went ahead on what turned out to be the game-winning goal by former Blue Lars Eller. There was about uh, seven and a half minutes left to play, and uh, this the the defeat basically ended the incredible story of the Vegas uh, what Knights. A, what a great story. A, a great story who shocked everybody by making it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their debut. Did, um, did you think they were booing or cheering in that clip? I thought I heard cheering. Mm. Yeah, I mean there was, there was a lot of Caps fans. It was in Vegas. There yeah. was a good chunk of Caps fans. It really there. was, yeah. And 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 while they were celebrating, you heard the fans chant "Go Knights, go!" Still, so like. But they, what a place! By the way, what a place if it's not on your home ice. Yeah. To win is Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Because you know you're partying. Sure. You know who's the hey happiest? guys? Uh, we're done here with the showers. Are any bars still open here Where in Vegas go? by chance? Do you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where do we go? You know who the happiest? People are that the uh, Washington Capitals won the bookmaker or the, oh, the yeah, books. The yeah, the bookies. Yeah. Ooh, books. Boy. Sports they books. Dodge the bullet. They are yeah. happy. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, who had 15 playoff goals, he won the MVP. Okay. I don't know what to say. It's just unbelievable. I'm so happy. I'm probably the happiest guy. I'm so happy for my teammates, for our fans who are watching and back to Washington, the guys who flew here. My parents, my family, all my friends, you know, it's like, it's unbelievable. Are you going to talk about the picture? Uh, we can talk about the picture. Uh, yeah. There's a picture that's circulating. Uh, if you watch, there's a video of it as well. As the Capitals are skating around with the cup, uh, there is a lovely lady in a white dress who is uh, against, the glass, against the glass, who is putting them yeah. up against yep. the glass. And it's Bare great to boobies. it's great it's great to watch the players' reactions as they skate. They all kind of go, ho, 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 and yeah, kind of point. They're all like eleven year olds yeah, pointing and giggling. They're like, boobies. <laughs> um, so. As soon as they won, everybody piles on and they kind of like drift to one side of the ice and drift up against the boards and the camera gets right in there to get the celebration. Now, this aired unedited, but try and count how many times that the F-bomb was aired on NBC yesterday. Total eight times in 
25 seconds. I heard one when, uh, you know, how they passed the, the cup yeah. around. Uh, it was two or three people into it. I think it was after Oshie or maybe when Oshie passed it to somebody. I heard it. Yeah. Plain as day. Now, uh, finally here, uh, former blue TJ Oshie got a little choked up last night after being asked about winning the Stanley Cup in front of his dad, who suffers from Alzheimer's. It means a lot to you, but it also means a lot to your close family, your dad, your mom. Talk about them. Yeah. Uh, my dad, uh, oh boy, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't remember uh, a lot of stuff uh, these days. Um, he remembers enough, but I tell you what. He's here tonight. I don't know where he's at, but uh, this one will stick with him forever. You can guarantee that. That's a nice moment. Yeah, and there's a, there's a great photo of him giving him a hug. So you see uh, Gary Bettman come on the ice. Sure did. Yeah. Booed like crazy. Booed of course. like crazy. And yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious as to why Vegas fans would boo him. The guy gave you a franchise. Good yeah. point. Yeah. The it's guy it's gave cool, you a franchise. It's a cool thing to hate, man. Yeah, you're it's right. I don't cool know how old he is, but he looked almost frail last night. Not really? I shouldn't say frail. It just he just didn't seem motor skills wise. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe I, I don't know. My wife went to school with uh, his daughter, high oh, yeah? school. Really? So he's, you know, he's up there. My 60s. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Marlins last night. Him? I, I Out of Vegas. Why? Uh, I think what Tone said. It's the cool thing to, he to boot him. He just gave you a franchise. Yeah. You're yeah. there because of him. And you know he knows it's coming, too. He's, he has yeah. to know. It's yeah. been happening for years. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Marlins last night 4-1. to one. Miles Miklas improved his record to impressive 7-1. and one. Jose Martinez, Luke Voigt both hit homers in the win. Uh, the Cardinals are back on the road. They take on the Reds. Luke Weaver gets the start. First pitch scheduled for 6-10 tonight. Uh, St. Louis officials say they have had discussions with three different groups about bringing professional football back to the city. We're not talking the NFL, so stop thinking about that. But uh, the aldermanic president, Louis Reed, says that the city has been talking with the XFL... And the league hopes to have teams in eight cities, Reed said, with play starting as 2020, and that St. Louis has been offered an official proposal from the XFL. Like, hey, if you would like to make a bid, please submit it to us. Hmm. Now, as far as the Alliance of American Football, they plan to start playing February 2009. St. Louis is a possibility for that league, but it is not among the seven cities already chosen to host eight of the teams for the AAF. So we'll see there. Uh, the NBA playoffs could wrap up tonight. Warriors in Cleveland, they're looking to sweep the Cavaliers. Uh, Tip-off tonight is scheduled for 8 p.m. And uh, finally here, the Firekeepers Casino 400 is this weekend at Michigan International Speedway. Race time scheduled for 1 p.m. You can watch the race on Fox. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. So I got your headline, who's here? But I, I don't know if I would arrest this guy. This is not your headline who's story, but it's a, it's a who's extra. We'll call it a who's extra. Um, Florida definitely has a reputation for having, you know, the dumbest criminals in the country. So I could totally see where this guy's coming from. A 23-year-old guy named Travis uh, Byerly. He's from Kentucky. So he was pulled over when he was uh, driving in Clearwater, Florida last week. And we got a lot of who's stories from that area. That's like Tampa... St. Petersburg, mm -hmm. Clearwater, yeah. mm -hmm. Ocala, that kind of zone. We get a lot of headline who stories from. And it turned out he had a suspended license and he was arrested. And the cops searched his car. And they found a hatchet hidden between the driver's seat and the door. And when they asked him why he had a weapon hidden in the car, 
He told him he needed it for protection from, quote, scumbags in Florida. We go, okay. Well, I I don't blame I you. I feel you there. I, yeah. I blame you. I don't blame you there. <laughs> he he was charged with carrying a concealed weapon and driving with a suspended license. I mean, the suspended license I get. And as far as I know, he made it back to Kentucky without any run-ins with scumbags. But I don't blame the guy. Yeah, no. Uh, you got to have Especially something. Especially that area over there. Right. It <laughs> seems about right. You got to protect yourself. <laughs> All right, here we go. Today's Headline Hooge. There is Uno Show. Headline Hooge. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS, number 12901. Ironically, today, not from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> After all. After all that, all that build We up. had to get Florida in somehow, so that's why is you did that. Is it in one of the, the standard states, though? No, I mean, we're, we're going to Oregon oh, for this oh, one. Okay. I don't think okay. we've been here often. Yeah. It's nice. It's southern Oregon. I don't know if that makes a difference, but... Uh, <laughs> Saturday, a 23-year-old guy named Anthony Clark saw a car parked on the side of the road. And even though a couple cops were standing right by it, waiting for it to get towed, he decided to hop in and steal it. (laughs) So he got into a high-speed chase with some other cops, which included him busting through a chain-link fence, going the wrong way down a bunch of different roads, and running over two sets of spike strips. (laughs) Good stuff. So the cops caught him, and when he got out of the car, he ran into a trailer park, tried to steal a different car. And why did he do it? Anthony told police he'd taken LSD and didn't realize it was real life. Holy cow. He thought he was playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, my God. Are you 100% sure this wasn't Florida? When you're so high that you feel like you're playing a video game, but it's real life, that's incredible. He that is incredible. literally said, I think, I thought I was playing Grand Theft Auto. Wow. Wow. Unfortunately for him, I thought life was a video game isn't really an excuse. So, I mean, he's arrested on a bunch of charges. Uh, driving under the influence, car theft, eluding, reckless endangerment. He's like, somebody better go check that hooker that I hooked up with and then killed and yeah. stole all of her money. Say, if he, good thing he was... Just cruising, you know I, what I mean? I tried one of them cheat codes to get my stars down, but... They go from Southern Oregon, 23-year-old <laughs> Anthony Clark. You are today's Headline Hooge. Woo-hoo! The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, Tom, to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real uh, Proval cheese. We talked at the top of the show, the breaking news that we found out uh, early on that uh, beloved chef, TV chef, TV host Anthony Bourdain dead of apparent suicide. You know, somebody on Twitter said he's a rock star. And damn it, in the culinary world, yeah. Anthony Bourdain was a rock star. Yeah. The, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, Anthony Bourdain. He was, so what band would he have been? Zeppelin? What would he have been? No, because he was, because he, he's so outspoken. You know, Zeppelin Mike was all about the persona. Who would he I don't know, been? man. He'd be like the Stones. Um, you know, he was Henry Rollins. Mm. See, I, one of the reasons why I said Zeppelin is just more old school than, than Rollins, but I, I, I see lo- totally what you're saying there. I kind of looked at Anthony Bourdain as kind of the Rolling Stones. Been there, done that, still doing it. He was uh, found dead in his hotel room in uh, France, and he was uh, over there uh, shooting his TV show. His friend uh, Eric, is it Rippert? 
discovered his body uh, yesterday or this morning, it's early repair, this morning. Yeah. Repair? Okay, sorry. It's it's fancy. It's yeah. the it's a French guy. He had uh, apparently hanged himself on location to uh, do his award-winning show, Parts Unknown. And uh, I did a little bit of uh, just research to see if there's some updates. And this, I found that about a month before, like about a month ago, he did an interview. And it was an extensive interview. And I don't know if he was known for doing these sorts of interviews or not, but he, he got pretty personal. And they talked about his road, his life on the road as opposed to his life when he was at home. And he liked being at home, and he always fancied that whole romantic uh, scenario of retiring and just hanging out at home. And he says when he went back home, he loves going. He went. He loved going back home to see his daughter. And he took great comfort in packing and unpacking and mimicking a normal life. Uh, he said it was extraordinarily pleasurable to him, even just the mundane thing of putting uh, uh, um, clean clothes in the dryer and hearing the dryer tumbling around. That's how much he was wanting a normal life at times. Just couldn't do it. But then he said, I can't do that. And eerily, about a month ago, he said, in his words, I'll probably die in the saddle. In other words, I'll probably die at work, on the road, doing what I love to yeah, do. Well, he, he was married to uh, an, a, an Italian woman who he brought from Italy to the States. And she was a, a, a jiu-jitsu she does like MMA and stuff like that. What? Oh, like an like a legit ass kicker? Like yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, look her up. And had the daughter, and he said, you know, basically said he couldn't settle down. And kept traveling. You know, he loved KFC. Did he uh, really? All this with all the stuff and all the fine food he ate, and the French chef. He loved Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just a plain old KFC. So huh? there's Nancy. Uh, Putkowski, who no, he was married to it, from '85 to, uh, to 2005, and then Otavia Busia yeah. er. from 07 to 2016. Yeah, and she would she'd be she would be on his show with him too when he'd go to Italy, and he was with this uh, other Italian woman, Asia Argento, I think, who was yeah, a yeah. director, actress, caught up on the Harvey Weinstein thing, and Anthony Bourdain was very vocal when it came to Harvey Weinstein. I remember some sort of, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something about I would kick his ass if I oh, saw yeah. him or something to that effect. It just like that wow. that statement made him even more just like an everyday dude. Yeah, just a huge fan of Bourdain. Yeah, I'm that sure sucks. more to come uh, from that. Another death to deal with. Uh, this one from another death. The cast of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Alan O'Neill is dead after being found unconscious by his girlfriend in their home in uh, in their apartment in L.A. And this happened on Wednesday night. He was 47, Irish actor. He was uh, one of the one of the uh, true IRA members. His name was Hugh. Sixth and seventh season of Sons of Anarchy, uh, and so far not really sure. But heavy smoker, history of heart problems, as well as drug and alcohol abuse, and autopsy is going to be carried out. They said so far nothing suspicious, no foul play being suspected. And this is about a month after another guy on the show that uh, David Labrava, who played Happy, if you remember Happy on Sons, he announced if you remember talking about this, a 16 year old son had committed suicide. So another death from the uh, set of Sons of Anarchy. Justin Bieber is being sued for allegedly punching a dude and calling him racial slurs during an altercation uh, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. When we've all seen the footage of this happen a little while ago, 
Uh, Bieber allegedly removed Rodney Cannon's sunglasses without asking permission and then put them on his own face. And then Cannon then took Bieber's picture, and that's when Bieber went crazy, quote-unquote, demeanor uh, dramatically changed, and he began to, quote, aggressively threatening and to harm him. And then his uh, his muscle jumped in as well. Cannon alleges that Bieber himself used those racial slurs while insulting him and punching him in the face and the head and the body. Uh, and it caused him physical and emotional wow. damage, wow. and he's suing for millions and millions and millions. And you saw the footage. It was uh, leaked online. Obviously. So there is footage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've, you've probably seen it. This is a couple of years old. So, this is So, I mean, you can't hear anything, can you? That I don't know. I don't uh, know. They'll probably settle. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's a, I shouldn't say an easy paycheck because he got his ass handed to him, but it's a paycheck probably. You guys remember Rebecca Black? Yeah, the Friday chick, right? Yeah. Damn right. So about it's seven Friday, years ago. Yeah. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. We all know this song. That, the story behind it is, right, she went to like some kind of make-your-own song mm-hmm. school. It was it was like a school of rock type deal. I mean, not as. Right, it was a cheesy song. She mm-hmm. wrote. She made a video for it. Kind of went viral. Yeah, it went viral, and it was a positive and a negative because she got she got a lot of people saying, "Hey, I hope you like your four million dislikes and stuff like that." And she was thirteen years old at the yeah. time, so she is trying to make a comeback. And uh, she was on uh, one of them reality TV programs last night. It's called The Four. Maybe you've heard of it. And he, she did an NSYNC cover. Check this out. Oh, she actually auditioned for it? Sure like did. She was a contestant. Yeah, and they didn't even know it was her until they came, until she came out. Huh. I know that I can take no more. It ain't no lie. So when she first came out on the stage, there's three judges there, and Megan Trainer is one of them. Yeah. And Megan Trainer actually, she used the word fangirl. She's like, oh my gosh, I mean, she was Megan Trainer started flipping out. Oh, she recognized her? Yeah, and then uh Puff Daddy Slim Dog Snoop, whatever his name is nowadays. It's P. Diddy. P. Diddy. And then the other dude had no clue who she was whatsoever. And you just saw them both going, I don't know who this is. I don't know. Who this. And Megan Trainer was explaining who she was and everything. Oh, God. And then she kind of told her story. Oh, God. You're Rebecca Black? Yeah. Oh, God. I got I got it. So she so, make it to the next round? And she, you know, very emotionally talked about uh, being 13 years old and millions of downloads and, and views of her song. And this is my redemption. And, and Megan Trainer loved her and she killed it. And then she did not get taken by anybody. Oh, she didn't. <laughs> After all that. After all of that. Uh, Prince's estate is marking what would have been Prince's 60th birthday yesterday by announcing that they're releasing music by him. It's a uh, it's an album called Piano and a Microphone, 1983. Now it's a nine track LP. It's going to be out in September, September 21st. Has some quote raw tracks Prince recorded to cassette, singing and nothing but a piano and a microphone. And here's an example. This one's called Mary, Don't You Weep. Mary, don't you weep. Oh, 
what sucks is probably him trying to just work out a song. Yeah, yeah. this is his demo, and this is BS. There's He's also just trying to work out a song. I mean, it's 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 great. Yeah, it's probably something he wouldn't want released. Absolutely. There's also an early version of Purple Rain that's going to be on the thing too. So stupid. I hate this. So this is probably just scratch stuff, right? I hate this. It's going to be this particular song, I believe, is the one that's going to be over the ending credits of the new Spike Lee movie, that uh, Black Klansman, which will be in theaters on August the 10th. People got no respect for me. Uh, tomorrow, I believe it is, is the 25th anniversary of the arrest of Heidi Fleiss. Oh, the Hollywood years ago, huh? madam. Yeah, some interesting things to say in a, in a recent interview. You might recall the only big name who was outed as a client was... Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. He actually took the stand. He even uh, testified at a trial. But she says he lied about how much he spent on girls. Well, you know, he talked about it on his website. Winner.com. <laughs> he said he spent about $60,000 on the girls from Heidi, Th- Heidi Fleiss. She said it was uh, about $400,000. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and man, oh, man, you guys need to read this interview because years after the arrest, she's still talking about and she dated who? The mess oh, that Sizemore. is Tom Sizemore. Bad idea. Convicted of abusing her in 03. She had a few other interesting things about him. Listen to this. They were on uh, the Dr. Drew show together. Yeah, she does talk about that. For instance, she claims the reason he's a drug addict is because he's afraid of getting fat. And guess what kind of porn this dude is into? It starts with an H and ends with Orse. Oh! What? Orse. Orse That's it. There's a quote from Heidi Fleiss. This one woman would have sex with a horse on the internet, and he told me that's his favorite actress. She said that he said the actress doing the horse was better than Meryl Streep. Oh. Horse porn is what uh, Tom Sizemore likes. Oh, my God. Good stuff. His uh, favorite porn actress, Seabiscuit? Mm-hmm. think so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that new uh, Ocean's... Ocean's 8 is coming out this yes. weekend, correct? Yeah, so uh, I got a list of the best uh, uh, heist movies of all time. The Italian heist. Job. Oh, yeah, that's definitely got to be on there. The Italian Job. I don't see it so far. Oh, number wow. 23. Number 23. Was that the one where they used all the uh, the, the, the minis? minis? Yep. It was Mini like Google. the I introduction to the minis. Was there more than one? What, or was it uh, no Italian Job? Because this says 1969. It was, it was, it was a re- there was a remake in like 2000 with uh, Charlie's. But that's Theron not the one you're talking about. You're talking I was talking about the OG. Okay, one. yeah. So that one's number right, 23. Pierce Brosnan and uh, we steals the oh, painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thomas Crown. Thomas, Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas Crown Affair. Sorry, you got to look through here. I do not see it on the. What about uh, Ocean's Eleven? I was gonna say Ocean's Eleven and through Ocean's the Thirteen. Twelve. Ocean's Eleven, the remake, uh, as number four. Yes. What else? What about the original? The original not on the, in the top 12? 25. Uh, Ocean. I will tell you that uh, George Clooney has three in the top 10, if that helps. Dang. What about so the one? Ocean's the one 11 was number number four. Three Brothers. Three Brothers, Three yes. Kings. Three three kings. kings. Oh, I'm sorry. Three Kings, yes, is in the yeah, top 10. Kings. That's a good one. Three Kings was number nine. Was there a movie called The Heist? I think so. It probably wasn't very good if we're all trying to figure out if it was a movie or not. What about like Indiana Jones type movies? What about Gone in 60 Seconds? Gone in 60 Seconds, no. Mm. At least not in the top 25. So number 25 is a, a fairly recent one, The ba- uh, Baby Driver. Oh, that movie's oh, yeah. great. Um, really good movie. Number 24, The Town from 2010. Italian Job, as you mentioned. Fast Five, 2011. Okay. Logan Lucky. 
Oh, that movie's incredible. Did I, did I see that? You did not. You That's the one with Daniel it. Craig and... Oh, yeah, I want to see that. The, the guy that plays Kylo Ren, or uh, is that Kylo Ren? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Uh, also Chan- Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Number 20 is Ronin from 1998. Oh, a good one, too. Okay. okay. Bottle Rocket from 1996. Uh, my Autobiography, number 18, is Sexy Beast, 2000. <laughs> Inside Man. Oh, Inside Man's great. Fish called Wanda. You know Inside Man. That's with uh, Clive Bowen and uh, Denzel Washington. The huh. bank heist. Uh, okay. Ooh, it's so good. Uh, the bank job, 15. Heat, 14. Oh, heat. I was going to say Heat. Oh, here's one. Here's a great one. Heat it's- has one of the greatest shootouts in a movie, in, in, in any movie. Heat. You it's know what? De Niro and Pacino. You ever seen that one? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's, it's a good one. I'm not a bank. huge fan of... Tom Sizemore's in that. I'm not a huge fan of movies in general, but I think there are so many... Heist movies on this list that I've seen. Maybe what, I'm a heist movie guy. What about Reservoir Dogs? Is that on there? Reservoir Dogs is number 10. So 14 is Heat. 13, Dog Day Afternoon. Good one. That is a good one. Gino. Usual Suspects at 12. Uh, oh, yeah. How about this one? Quick Change. Bill Murray. I don't know that one. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Uh, let's see. Number eight is The Sting. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That one's so good. The Redford one. Yeah, is quick change? Isn't that the one where he's a bank robber and he ch- and he goes in in a clown outfit and then he takes the clown outfit off, and then he movie. he becomes one of the hostages. It's him and the dude uh, that went crazy from uh, the vacation movies. Randy Quaid. Yeah, him, Randy Quaid, and uh, Gina Davis. Is that no the right idea. movie or not? Or am I thinking of something else, Tony? You're shaking your head. I, I don't know. I, I've never heard. I've never, never heard, heard of that movie. I right, keep going. Quick Please change. be right. Gina Davis, Randy Quaid. Bill Murray. Yeah, it's the go. it's it's the way you rob a bank. You he he put on a clown outfit and went held up the place, and then wow. took hostages and then went in the bathroom and took all the all the makeup and the clown outfit off and became one of the hostages. And then he gets on the phone and says, "I'm going to release some hostages." And the three of them walk out and get in a car. And the movie is them trying to get the hell out of the well, city. Yes, I, I don't need to see it. Oh, anymore. dude, I don't know if these are technically heist movies, but what about like Office Space? No. Not or, in the top 25 Or uh, Nothing to Lose with Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. One of the greatest crimes. movies ever. <laughs> that movie's incredible. Number six is Out of Sight. George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Inception is number five. We said Inception. Ocean's Eleven remake is number four. The French movie Rafifi from 1955. Number two, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, number one on this, Stanley Kubrick's The Killing from 1956. And theaters this weekend, Ocean's Eight. That's the all-female remake of the uh, Ocean's Eleven movie. Critics, 72%. Audience, 50%. Yikes. I think I'm going to take my kids to see Solo. And I think it was your... Yeah. They your if they're gray. Star Wars fans, they're going to like it. Uh, also in theaters, a new Jodie Foster movie. It's with Jeff Goldblum and St. Louis Zone Sterling, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Uh, it's called Hotel Artemis. Critics, 58%. Audience, 21%. Oh, that's, dude, that's the one with a really very um, a strange trailer. And I kind of like how they... Have you seen how they yeah. shot the trailer? Yep. And, and, and that's a movie that would be awesome on HBO on a Sunday at 4 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crabby Birthdays, Kanye West, 41. Uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans is 60. Jerry Stiller, uh, he's George's dad on Seinfeld. He's 91. Johnny Depp, 55. Michael J. Fox, 57. Dick Vitale is 79. Kate Upton, 26. Elizabeth Hurley is 53 years old. And wow. Gorgeous. Stunning. Yep. Today is Burton's birthday of the day. He's a very important person to us here on The Riz Show. At times, he actually probably wishes that him and Jeff Burton were actually the ones that were related. Dude beat cancer. 
dude beat a heart attack. You know him as the voice behind the Craigslist Freak of the Week. I know him as my old man, John Patrico. John Patrico, hey! 65 years hey! old this week. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is It's spark- hot out. Let's get naked. <laughs> no, let's not. Uh, today's <laughs> porno birthday is Sparky O'Toole. Today's birthday fella has rolled around with more sweaty, topless men than The Rock, Stone Cold, and Brock Lesnar combined in 61 fine films, including Battle of the Bulges, California Stud Pups, Frat Brat, in a movie called My Brother, My Lover. Oh, also, uh, also in Threes on Their Knees, and who could forget his unforgettable role in Cup of Joey. Oh, no. Sparky O'Toole would have been 51 years oh. old today. That's your porno what birthday. Happened? Do you really want to know? No. Because I know the answer of what really happened. Not good. All it says on his, like, there's a page that has Wait, all chipper. the deceased, deceased porn stars, and all it says is shared the wrong needle. Oh, oh no. Sparky O'Toole would have been 51. Porno birthday. Crappy birthday. That is your crap on Celebrity. Make that a ringtone. That was the best. I didn't know what to do. You panicked in your face, your body, and the. Yeah, I heard you come in late. I, I didn't. Because late and loud. Listen, there is a thing that happens. Late, loud, It goes oh you, it goes moon, and then myself and Jeff come in at the same time. He screwed it up, you no, jerk. Yeah, no, we just right. changed it a little oh, bit. You sounded great. Fail. What we get for not rehearsing this week? Uh, Friday Fail Story sponsored by. Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the show. And let's start with this one. Like a Band-Aid, right off, okay? A Protestant pastor was baptizing followers near a lake in southern Ethiopia. He was conducting the ceremony for about 80 people on uh, this past Sunday morning, and he was uh, doing his thing by this uh, by this lake, and a crocodile leapt from the water and attacked him. Oh. A local resident said, quote, he baptized the first person, and he passed on to the other one. All of a sudden, a crocodile jumped out of the lake, grabbed the pastor. Despite huge efforts, fishermen and residents could not save him. Oh. He died after being bitten on his legs, back, and hands. 
sail. Good start. And uh, the uh, fishermen used nets to prevent the croc from taking the pastor's body into the lake. The crocodile actually escaped. Not the first time we've heard of a story like that, by the no. way. Uh, there was a fire at a house near Scranton, Pennsylvania the other day. The 24-year-old guy who lives there said that someone threw a bomb through his window around 3 in the morning. Uh, not true. <laughs> guy lied. Turns out he was high on Xanax and Adderall while refilling a Zippo lighter and accidentally spilled the lighter fluid and caught his table on fire. And he told police that he panicked and told the police about the whole bomb thing and lied. He's been charged with criminal mischief. Xanax and Andro- Adderall. Yeah. Fail. I'd like to get up and then be brought down. Yeah. Real fast. That's just, you're going sideways at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, like, I want to feel exactly like I do now, but on drugs. Yeah, but because of drugs. <laughs> what the heck? If you are, if you are constipated, one of the foods you could try is uh, eggplant. Which is high in fiber, water, and antioxidants. Which makes it a natural accident. I already know. I'm out. Unfortunately, this guy grossly misinterpreted that advice. Mm. He didn't. He did. Eggplant. He did. <laughs> Those aren't little. It's not how you do no, that. It, was a, it Did, was a Japanese eggplant. It wasn't an Italian oh eggplant. Oh, my God. Look at that they're picture. Still, they're still Which bigger still, than they... Yes. Supposed to put it in your mouth. Cooked. A uh, 50-year-old guy in China went to the hospital last week because he had banned constipation and tried to cure himself by shoving a foot-long eggplant into, well, he, you know. Did he, tr- he, he tried to use an eggplant as a plunger. Yep. <laughs> he shoved it so deep... It got lodged into his abdomen. <laughs> Jeez, I, I thought you were going to say they removed it from his throat. And it even started affecting all of his internal organs. Oh, my God. And when God. the doctors removed it, they said it left him with inflamed lungs plus swelling and pain all over. And they were able to get out, get out the eggplant successfully. They got it out whole. And uh, I provided a picture for you fellows that's in the packet. All I can say is impressive, sir. Okay, so you know the standard size of those big metal trays that are on the surgeon's... You know, anytime they place a a heart or a liver or something there, this thing is longer than the tray. It's a foot long. It's one foot long. Jesus. Now, at what point do you go, "Uh uh-oh, we are in trouble. We are. What are we we going to do? We are in trouble. We need to go to the hospital. No way. I'm not going to the hospital with this thing. It will pass. It will pass. By the way, did you uh, did you notice on the X-ray the screen, the picture of the uh, the actual screen? There's some Matchbox cars on top of the the screen. It's very yeah. it's a very fun office. Where, yeah. where did those come from? <laughs> <laughs> that was the last X-ray. <laughs> uh, uh, cops in Wisconsin got into a high-speed chase with a woman last week, where uh, she was going 85 miles an hour through a construction zone, and she actually got away, but then she ditched the car and ran. And the cops found a cell phone in the car belonging to a 37-year-old woman named Diana Warhol. They also found a receipt from Walgreens. And they reviewed the security footage from the store and saw a woman who looked just like Diana. But when they went to her house, she said it wasn't her. Yeah, she'd driven to the Walgreens. Yeah, she'd left her cell phone in there. But no, she wasn't driving in the chase. (laughs) 
You see, she says someone who looks exactly like her must have stolen the car, gotten into the chase with the cops. And she said, guys, it happens to be all the time. People always get her mixed up with this other woman. Guys, seriously, not me. For some reason, the cops didn't buy her doppelganger car theft theory. Hmm. And uh, she was arrested and charged with attempting to flee and driving with a suspended license. And she's looking at up to three and a half years in prison. <laughs> Failed. That did not work out well. Got to hand it to this woman in this next story. This is a bank robbery technique that I've, I've definitely never heard of before. So a woman went into a bank in Alabama Wednesday morning. And she handed the manager a, uh, a bank robbery note with two options. Number one, give her $6,000 from the vault. And she'd perform a sexual favor on him. Option two, don't give her the money, and she'd claim that he sexually assaulted her. What to do, what to do, huh? (laughs) Fortunately for the manager, or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, he didn't have to make the choice. Uh, The cops quickly got to the bank and arrested the woman. And the police chief says, quote, I don't think I've ever heard of an attempt to rob a bank quite like this. Our deputies... Saved this employee from something. Not sure exactly what, but saved him from something. Failed. A drunken 19-year-old idiot from Florida decided to hit the links with his car around 6.30 <laughs> on a Tuesday evening. He drove his car onto the golf course where he did donuts on the fairway before, uh, I guess, before he hooked it into the bunker. <laughs> He crashed his car into the sand trap and couldn't get out. He was arrested. After he was collared, his blood alcohol level was recorded at more than twice the legal limit, and his little joyride caused upward of $8,000 in damages to the golf course. Wow. Failed. Looking at a whole heap of charges. A guy in England had his pet parrot fly out from its cage, fly right out the window and into a tree, and the guy gave chase. And the dude climbed a tree and got stuck. And it mm-hmm. took the fire department about 35 minutes to rescue the guy using a giant-ass ladder. And the parrot is still on the loose. <laughs> Leave it. Fail. Speaking of parrots real quick, I saw somebody posted a meme yesterday. And all it said was, can you imagine how freaked out the first guy that heard a parrot talk was? What? Excuse me? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that was the first dog. Talk, yeah, I'm gonna. You guys are gonna be like, you were right, Jeff. You were right. <laughs> All right, two more for you. A 52 year old guy from Scotland. His name is Duncan Hutchinson. He was out to row a boat home to his native country from New Jersey. So he's gonna row from New Jersey to Scotland. Okay, that's just a quick jump. He was attempting to raise money for a charity called Water Aid, and they provide access to clean water in impoverished areas. And he's a longtime volunteer with the Royal National Lifeboat Institution. And he actually built his clinker-style skiff. You know, skiff, another word for a boat. So he actually built the boat. And after four days, he made it about 20 miles, and he had a radio for help after a storm. Failed. And his boat sunk. (laughs) Failed. Yikes. And finally... A 26-year-old guy in West Palm Beach, Florida. His name is Andrew Williams. He got angry when the cashier at a a liquor store 
carded him back in 2016. Apparently, he didn't have his ID. So he threatened the cashier and yelled, Remember my face! Before storming out. Then he came back later that night with a gun and shot the cashier in the arm. And the cops never tracked Andrew down because the security camera didn't get a, a shot of his face. But luckily, remember the cashier had that advice given to him, remember my face? He did follow the advice and did remember him. Last Tuesday, police got an anonymous tip that the guy responsible for the shooting lived nearby. The caller gave them Andrew's name. And guess what the cashier did? Remembered his face and picked him out of a lineup. (laughs) So now he's facing attempted murder charges. Fail. Every time I rob a place, I say, don't remember my face. (laughs) And the cops were able to confirm they had the right guy because turned out Andrew was issued a driver's license on the day of the shooting. And he was wearing the same sweater in the surveillance footage from the liquor store. Jeez. Dummy. And those are your Friday fail stories. It's Drew, Drew Lynch, and you're listening to the the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy, happy birthday, Riz! All right, so we did the Friday fail story thing. We're gonna give out some prizes here in a second. Before we get out of here, the real or fake results. Uh, later on this afternoon, Jeff Burton, Dirt Cheap, South County, five to seven o'clock, giving away a whole bunch of stuff. We have got uh, Wayback Point Fest tickets. And as Saturday, Patrico is at the Walmart in Lake St. Louis. That's tomorrow from noon to 2. And I think tonight I'll be uh, watching uh, Solo with my kids. Oh, no Goodfellas, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then Goodfellas tomorrow <laughs> okay. with, with the kids. Yeah, the kids before me. I get it. Hey, were you paying attention? All right, let's give away some stuff. All right. We got tickets for Wayback Point Fest. We got tickets for the Big Summer Show with 30 Seconds to Mars. And we got tickets for the Dropkick Murphys Flogging Molly Show over at Pops next Tuesday outside of Pops. All right, so Jeff's going to ask you you guys on the phone a uh, question about something that happened on the show this week. If you get the question right, you get your choice of tickets. Simple as that. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Keep trying. Keep trying. If the phones are busy, we, uh, we go through these quick. Are you guys ready? I am. All right, let's go to Chuck and Barnhart. What's up, Chuck? What's up, partners? All right, Chuck, here we go. Uh, Listeners gave us crap this week for using what when we grill? Oh, um, oh, man. uh, Uh, Three, two. Spaghetti. uh, Spaghetti. (laughs) You get one ticket to a concert for that, because that was funny. All right, Phil in St. Louis. Phil. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, thanks, Phil. The question uh, again. Uh, Listeners gave us crap for using what when we grill? Propane. Yep. That is, is the answer. Because we like to taste the meat, not the heat. That's right. All right, Phil, what do you want? Wayback Point Fest. Wayback Point Fest happening September the 3rd over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater featuring 311, Toadies, Offspring, Buckcherry, P.O.D., Lit, Alien Ant Farm, Gym Class Heroes, Sponge, Modern Day Zero, Lawn tickets, you get them for just 21 bucks plus fees while supplies last. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, he is going to have a great time. Okay. okay. Kim in Pontoon Beach. Hello, Kim. Hello. Hello. Your question. Here we Big go. golf tournament coming to town, coming to St. Louis. What pro golfer does Riz want in the studio? Daly. Damn right. Nice. Right. Yes, Damn right, yes, John yes. Daly. Uh, Kim, what do you want? 
Point Fest. Way back Point Fest. You are going as well. That's Hang on. so cool. I haven't heard a ye- girl well. yell yes, yes, yes in so long. That was nice to hear. Good job. All right. You're going to have a great time. Justin in St. Charles. Here is Justin. He's busy. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. Justin. Justin, your question. King Scott took a listener to what concert on Wednesday night? Oh, that's easy. That was all Jay. Damn right. Wow, what a practice. This is, this is a banner week. Let's end it now. We are. <laughs> on a roll here. They got, they got upgraded with Lux, and then they got uh, his date this got guy uh, broke truly down. was paying attention. King Scott, is this you off. on the phone? <laughs> now he's just showing off. Uh, Justin, what do you want? Uh, can I get the Wayback Point Fest tickets? You got him. You'll be there on September the 3rd. Hang on. He and the previous caller are both going to have a great time. All right. Jason in Warden. Hello, Jason. Good morning. Good morning. Your what, question. What show member recently moved back in with mommy and daddy? That would be Patrico. Oh, That's a layup right there. Nice. Jason, what do you want? Uh, way back point fast. Way back point fast. He All is right. also going to have a really great time. All right, last question, okay? Yes, sir. We're going to end on a high note. Oh, man. We're going to end on a high note with Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey, how's it going? All right, here we go. Your question. The final one. Multiple times this week, we have talked about ways to eat what? Ways to eat barbecue? Ah. That's a good guess. You didn't know that's incorrect. All right, Joshua in Troy. Hello, Josh. Hey, how you doing? All right, here we go. The question again. Multiple times this week, we have talked about different ways to eat what? Oh, crap. Uh, Nope, I don't eat that. Do I get a hint? Break me Me off a piece piece of that. that. Bye. Come on. on. There's a certain way. There is the correct way and the way if you're a monster. There's a hint. And the fact that the fellas just sang a song. Yeah, I mean, that was... uh... Where are the fellas, by the way, that he's talking about? Essentially, there's two two correct answers here, by the way. Is there? a huge layup. There's two correct answers. There is the specific that we're talking about and the type that we are talking about. Hey, who's this? Kaylin. Kaylin, hello. Are you from Arnold? Yes. Oh, it's Kaylin oh, from Arnold. Bragger. Hey, hey, Bragger. All right, what's the question again, Jeff? Multiple times this week, we have talked about ways to eat what? Avocado. Avocado. That's that no. is not correct. Now we're looking for. I'll give you another guess, okay? Um, steaks. Give me a break. Yeah, come on. Give me a break. Come on, you guys, don't give me a this. break. Give me a break. Tori in St. Clair. Tori. Well, uh, did, did somebody say barbecue already? Yeah, somebody, somebody said barbecue. Already did, so, so you don't want to say so that. So you don't want to say that one. Yeah. What's the, what's give the me other a break. guess? Come on, give me a break there. Break me off oh, a piece man. of that answer. <laughs> oh, Kit Kat bar. Yeah! yeah! Oh, my God! This guy listens from 6 to 10 every day. Great the, other correct answer, the other correct answer would have been perforated foods. Oh, okay, yeah. it would have taken that. Yeah. All right, what do you want? Uh, way back point fest. All right, way back point fest. You are going September 3rd. Over at All the right. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, brought to you by your Mid-America Chevy dealers. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just dying over here because you go. Kayla, multiple times this week, we talked about we talked about a certain way to eat food. What food is it? Avocado! <laughs> she said it so confidently, yeah. too. I knew it! That's why I gave her a second shot. <laughs> you do have a heart. Thanks, man. She even, she even sang it in an avocado. Nope. No, unfortunately no, not. Avo. Avocado. No. <laughs>
All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Can you even remember an age when you sit on the toilet and not have your phone in your hand? Uh, it was high school. What did we even do back then? <laughs> that was when newspapers were still around, so we just or read magazines those. magazines or... Yeah, when was the last time we saw a magazine rack next to a toilet? Oof. And my it's parents been a while. House. Really? Yeah, yeah it's his parents' house. That's old school. <laughs> hey, stop it. They've or got... a novel on the, on, the, on the toilet tank. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, at my parents' house. My mom's got a novel, she's got her Kindle, and she has Women's World Magazine sitting right there. She's got months of them. I always try and solve the mystery murder in the back. <laughs> Well, according to a new survey, 69% of people say they check their phone when they're using the toilet. And the majority of them do it on a daily basis. The the survey also found 22% of us have checked our phones in the shower. In the shower? What the hell? Well, you know, the new iPhones are waterproof or water resistant. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, so my phone at the old house, obviously, the phone sat right next, like on a little shelf. And I would have it plugged into the Bluetooth speaker. And when that would go, I would kind of peek and see who texted. Yeah, okay, that counts. And 10% of us had looked at their phone during sex. Here's a good question. Before cell phones, okay? You're sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. You ever grab something like a... Like a uh, oh, shampoo herbal, bottle. Herbal essence. Oh, yeah. start reading it. Just check the ingredients. Seriously? You grab it and I'm like, you grab it like, oh, Maine from the rainfall of rainforests across ah. America. All right, cool. Uber this awesome. really no. does have strawberry in it. <laughs> I think this is pretty cool. Uber is looking at potentially using artificial intelligence to identify drunk passengers with its uh, patent application for the technology published yesterday. So the system is described as learning how each Uber customer uses the app so that it can uh, so then uh, be able to identify unusual behavior that could indicate somebody's drunk. So they're going to look at typos and clicking on links and buttons differently, walking at a different speed and a different length of time it takes to request a ride. The time and day where a ride is requested may also factor in so some kind of algorithm. Hmm. And if a person is identified as likely being drunk, the information could be used for things like warning the driver about a passenger's condition, not giving drunk passengers the option of having a shared ride or or matching passengers that seem to be in a particularly unusual state with drivers with relevant experience or training. It's ridiculous. We're there, guys. We're there. Man, oh, man. We're there. The technology is there. Yeah. If you found yourself uh, reapplying the uh, the pit stick a bit more than usual last month, isn't that a gross term? It really is. I read that the other day. Pit stick. Just an unrelated thing, you know, deodorant <laughs> being described as a pit stick. Mm. God, you weren't alone. The average temperature in the U.S., not counting Hawaii and Alaska, was 65.4 degrees Fahrenheit in May. That breaks the previous high of 64.7 degrees, set in 1934. So the new record was 5.2 degrees above the 20th century average for the month. And a a Penn State uh, uh, climate scientist said, 
Nature is dealing cards from a very different deck now compared to the 20th century. Yeah. So it was unusually hot. That's insane. Last month. And I'm going to need you to never say pit stick again after the story. So I can't guarantee that. <laughs> what, are you, what are you using these days? Using a solid, a spray, or back to the crystal? A uh, solid. Okay. A solid. And finally, there's, uh, there's definitely a lot to be said for not having big plans and just sitting at home on a Saturday watching the Netflix. Listen. These three seasons of Fuller House, they're not going to watch themselves. <laughs> so a new survey asked people, when somebody cancels plans, how do you feel? And 53% of people said they're usually disappointed. But 22% are yeah. usually relieved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whew, I didn't want to do that anyway. And the breakdown by age is pretty interesting. People between 18 and 49 are twice as likely to be relieved about cancel plans as people over 50. And it's probably because when you're younger, you have lots of friends and so much stuff to do, it can almost feel like a burden. But once you're older and your inner circle shrinks, you make fewer plans and they mean a lot more to you. Yeah. Perfect example. If me and my wife have dinner plan with somebody and they it's a Friday night and all of a sudden they say, hey, we can't do it this Friday. Let's pick a different date. Part of me is like, oh, man. But the other part's like, sweet. Now we got a free day. We can do something just us mm -hmm. two. We can kick it. Whereas if my mom and dad made dinner plans on a Friday with another couple and they canceled, my mom would be devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Devastated. So it works out well. Yeah. It's like it's it's like a timer. Um, not so much anymore, but you know, before, like you said, when you're super busy, it's like two people are waiting out each other to see who cancels. And like, yes, mm -hmm. you got the douchebag award for this week. Yeah, listen, I when I, when I go out, I, I I usually have a good time. Yeah, I like when the canceling though. You right away, you're oh man, I was really looking forward to it, but you know, let's. I get naked immediately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in. And that's your news brought to you by Travers RV in Eureka, Missouri. Go show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real uh, Provel cheese. If you hadn't heard yet, for some reason, Anthony Bourdain, Hearts Unknown, amazing uh, uh, food guy, I mean, TV writer. food guy, writer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What a father. great writer he was. Yeah. Author, uh, father, you know, chef, traveler. Uh, found dead of an apparent suicide, apparent hanging. I mean, really opened up the world to a lot of people. Yeah. Really did. Really Especially did. you. And then in uh, in transition, you to me about him and food shows in general and the oh, appreciation yeah. of food. Imagine the amount of foodies that are just wrecked right now because of this. Yeah, when I you're see. First, hearing about. It. I mean, I see. Uh, you know, the tweets pouring in with, uh, you know, with the sorrow that people are feeling. Yeah. You know, from chefs like Gordon Ramsay to people like Mandy Moore, wrestlers. I mean, this guy touched a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, this guy changed the way that we watch food. You know, food shows on TV. Mm -hmm. Where it was the you know the stand and stirs? Yeah. 
He went, I think that's what they call them, the stand and stirs. Yeah, he went to the where the food was. Stand and stir. And I'd like to, uh, the couple of them that I watched recently, when I say recently, it was in the last several months, was there was one, and I don't remember what country he was in, but he talked about the families behind the food that were being made. You know what I mean? It wasn't oh, just yeah, about yeah. the food, it was about the families who were creating the it's food. About culture. And, yeah. And how food plays a role in culture. Yeah. Very unique uh, individual. Yeah. Or entertainer. Missed. Uh, somebody else who uh, died recently and also um, by their own hand, Robin Williams. There is an HBO, new HBO special coming out about Robin Williams. It's coming out next month, but the, the trailer's online now, and you can see it on the blog if you want to. It's, it's called Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind, and here's some audio uh, from said trailer. On stage, he was the master. If you look at a platypus, I think you might think that God might be stunned. The God's up there in heaven going, okay, let's take a beaver. Let's put on a duck's bill, okay? He was really comfortable on stage. Off stage, I just felt he was holding himself together. Early in life, did you have a fear of abandonment? Oh, yeah. It's a primal fear for any child, and it dictates a lot of how you deal with life. He was always looking for a connection. It was a need to communicate and be funny. Every person is driven by some deep, 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 deep secret. Robin was doing drugs. There was fear sometimes to run away from it all, sometimes to run into it all. When does this come out? I want to watch this. In about a month. There you are. You've become a reformed alcoholic. You've got a steaming glass of Perrier going, I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> My father didn't always feel he was succeeding, but he was the most successful person I know. He made all the people laugh and laugh and laugh. Unbelievable, and it's I, it's going to be emotional to watch the thing, but I cannot wait. He was one of my and favorite. I got to yeah, I got to see him live one time. It was in 1987. Oh wow, Fox Theater. I never forget because I went with a, a, a bunch of childhood friends, and the one guy who drove, we left his parking uh, brake on the entire drive from Fenton to the Fox Theater. That's <laughs> right. one thing I remember. About halfway there, we're like, "What is that burning going on? What the hell is that?" And it was during his cocaine-fueled years. Oh, did he? He must have left the stage and just dripping sweat. Oh, he was soaking wet. Really, by the time he got out there, and it was, lar- and I don't know if this is just a rumor, true, whatever, but it seemed like he just went out there and just entertained without a whole lot of material in his head. Yeah, because he interacted with the crowd so much uh, inside the actor's studio. If you ever watched the episode with him on it, just a genius. Wow. Not that I'm telling you anything you didn't already know. I'll look out but, for that on uh, the HBOs. Yeah. Uh, Maxim will release its annual Hot 100 list in a couple of days here, but they have already revealed who's this year's number one. So who, who is Maxim's number one in the uh, Hot 100? I know. Oh, I'm really? surprised. Really? I am too. Uh, Very surprised. Can you can you let us know if it's an actress, model, singer? It's a model. It's a model. And it's... Kate Upton. Yes, it is. Kate Upton. Really? Yep. What the hell has she done this year? Exactly. She, uh... She She just continued to be hot. She continued to be hot. I remember that. And then the other day, she was still hot. That was it. Yeah. I know recently there was video that came out that she was standing on a rock. And looking hot. Looking hot. And there was some sort of photo shoot where she was topless but covering herself. And she got knocked over by the waves. And you could see, you know, a boob for half a second. So she did that recently. Okay, yeah. That normally gets you in the top five right yes. there. So congratulations to her. Uh, she was still weird. Yeah. She was discovered actually at a horse show when she was 12. 
A little bit of information. I'm married to uh, Justin Verlander. Yes, sir. Uh, Eric Clapton, Life in 12 Bars. You wound up watching that, yeah, didn't you? It. Yeah, I saw most of yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was good. I didn't make it to the end because it got pretty boring. It was it was about a half hour too long. Yeah, I thought it started off slow as well, but I got through that, and like you said, it kind of the middle part was fantastic. Yeah, it kind of trailed off at the end. Yeah, Life in 12 Bars, uh, and that's going to be new music from Eric Clapton. Uh, it's got uh, two, uh, two disc set, including four previously unreleased songs, 32 track package. It's got Clapton, it's got the Yardbirds, it's got Derek and the Dominoes, Cream, Muddy Waters, Aretha Franklin, George Harrison's My Sweet Lord. So if you liked the documentary, the music therein. And you know what? You haven't seen Eric Clapton in a long time, have you? No. No. And last time we heard from him, he was saying he can't really play anymore. He can't and, play. He was and, in sweatpants being wheeled through yeah, a, I was going to say, airport. that's the last photo I think I remember was him wearing sweatpants in a wheelchair. And you remember the excuse or reason for that was he was just in a hurry and he's Eric Clapton, so we're going to push him along. He didn't look great. Haven't seen or heard anything since then, so that's a bit scary. And uh, finally, uh, Jerry Seinfeld has a great set of guests for the uh, lined up for uh, the next season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. If you're a fan of Dave Chappelle, Hell, he will be on there. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I, I'll probably check that one out. I've yet to see a single second of any of that show. Bad luck. That's a good oh, one. Wow. Also, Kate McKinnon has been recorded and I'll is going to be that. doing it. Also, Tracy Morgone will be on there. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres will be on there. Zach Galifianakis and the late Jerry Lewis. All those guys will be on the uh, next season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. All right. In theaters this weekend, Ocean's 8 with uh, the Sandra Bullocks and the Rihannas and the Kate Blanchettes. And the Anne Hathaways. There's like four of each of them, right? Uh-huh. Uh, critics, 72%. Audience, 50%. And the other big release is a movie called Hotel Artemis. That's with St. Louis' own Sterling K. Brown and Jenny Slate, Charlie Day, Dave Batista, the former wrestler, you know him from yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. Critics, 58%. Audience, 21%. The Rizzuto Show. I'd like to welcome Mr. Donnie Fandango to the studio. Happy Friday, gentlemen. I think we have one final thing to do before we get out of here. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Sure. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Time for the real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer Fudds and Bouncing Buddhas Sweater Stretchers Lung Protectors Beach Umbrellas Frost Detectors Scooby Snacks and Snake Eyes Dice Jello Molds and High Beam Lights Every day I probably use 99 words for booze Alright, yeah, here we go <laughs> You're welcome, Donnie it was really nice because King Scott came in, uh, came in the door as you guys had already started singing. So like he just kind of harmonized right yeah, on just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so much easier to harmonize than to try and what be a hater. Just like, uh, <laughs> like walked into the scene just like as we're singing. I mean just, I mean just, just, just strolled in. Goes along with it. Man. You know what Love Rizzo always says: harmonize over hate. So. Always, always. I always say that. That should be a T-shirt. All right, uh, Real or Fake Results, sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans to see the cans in question for week number four in our competition. Don't forget the big walk happens next week. Next Friday, Tony Patrico, Jeff Burton walking to Hubbard. See the route, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk.
Well, would we be probably like right around the loop right now, you think? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have you uh, start walking around 7, 7 in the morning. Yeah, we'll be out of the parking lot by 10 o'clock, yeah, right? At least. Yeah. yeah, at least. So uh, I encourage you guys to uh, maybe uh, make a sign. Maybe they'll be walking past your residence or your place of business. Encourage the boys as they go by. <laughs> or just laugh at us. Or just seven. Point and laugh. Look at these idiots walking by. Hey, guys. 1057thepoint.com slash to walk. All right. So results through week number three. Myself, Patrico, and Moon, nine points in the lead. Yep. Jeff and King Scott, six points each. Cellar dwellers. You forgot to add in my handicap there. So I nope. should be number one. No. Nope. It's uh, your first time in the competition. So far, not great. <laughs> it's not good when you're hanging out in my zip code. Yeah. I'm just saying. All right. So uh, for Start the results, the for the results, we're gonna go one three two. Donnie one three two. Got it. One point for each correct answer. Real or fake? Unless it's your lock, you lock it. Two points for right. Zero points locked out. If you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So here we go. Patrico, a description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, a lovely lady with a uh, black, what I believe to be tank top on. We can't really tell. Uh, the photo is so close, and it's all boobs. Now, we didn't have a whole lot of uh, whole lot of breast meat to go off of here, but uh, from what we saw, uh, myself, Riz, Moon, Burton went real. King Scott on Fake <laughs> Island. Dummy. Fake Island. <laughs> Come on. Did you just call yourself dummy? Yeah, you could, yeah, you could stop be all right it. here. Stop that. You could be all right here. All right, let's try it. All right, we're all real except for King Scott. King Scott is fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 57% went real, and who would have thunk it? King Scott, correct. They're oh, fake. Yes! Wow. There's a speaker. Yes. King Scott jumped up and it right in the speaker. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. You know what, King Scott? God bless America. That's for you. Thank you. I take back my don't call yourself a dummy comment. I'll take it back too. All right. Uh, Number three. Patrick, go if you would. A description. Cool. This is wrong. Uh, Tank top here. Lovely lady. Humongous giant I love this picture. I do too. I really do. Uh, I don't like my pick though because everybody went real except for me. I'm on fake island and it's stupid. Love the confidence. Hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on, time out. I'm gonna do it. Ah, you dummy. This is not a bad pick for for fake. I mean, you know what though? But when you already hear a fake pick, your fake pick when it's second is, uh, I might as well throw it out the window. We've had weeks where they're I all know! fake. All right, so we've all gone real except for Patrico. Patrico has gone fake. For photo number three, Donnie Fandango, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, fifty-eight uh, percent agreed with Tony and went fake. Uh, however, you're wrong. They're yeah, real. Thanks, thanks Donnie. <laughs> I couldn't keep that one in. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I tried to do the poker face. Super Sam, cool. Thanks for laughing at me, Don. <laughs> King Scott's got eight points. Jeff's got seven points. Moon's got ten points. And I've got ten points. Okay. Race is tightening up here. And finally, photo number Two. Photo number two, lovely lady wearing some uh, flannel. She is using her forearm as a booby shelf, and uh, she has forgot to put a bra on. Uh, great photo. Everybody real. Everybody locking her all up. Right. Let's see if we uh, we all get two points here. Or let's see if we're all locked out here. 
All real, all locked in. Donnie Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 86% agreeing with you that they're real. You're all wrong. They're oh. fake. Woo! <sighs> wow. Thank you, last set of boobs. Wow. Why? Woo! Because he went in front of me. We were tied, and he uh, went in front of me. Now you're back to tied. Strategery. Yeah. Damn it. Or grasping at straws. <laughs> well. Woo! All right. I, I love so. I love delaying just terrible punishments. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Going into week number five. It's as if we're going into week number four. <laughs> Myself, Patrico, Moon, nine points each. Jeff and King Scott bringing up the rear with six points. Wow, Scott, you made up some ground and you gave it back. Fell back down the Way hill. Way to go, and buddy. hit me right in the face. Good job, King Scott. Yep. Nicely done. Yeah, gum it. Well, I told you to watch your language. Know, the funniest sir. thing is, is that if you remember, I changed my pick four times. I was number one, then number two, then number one, then number two. Both of them fake. I would have been wrong either way. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it wouldn't have mattered. And you would have said dad gum and if we weren't on the air. Like that's as salty as yes. you get with yeah. your language. Yes. Am I correct? That is, and that I is... do apologize. Yeah. <laughs> you better hope. Guy upstairs forgives you. Yes. Carl on the second Carl floor. Carl on the second floor. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. It's showtime! What it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri ha! Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Get all caught up there. Uh, events to tell you about later on this afternoon, Jeff... Is at the Dirt Cheap in South County from 5 to 7. Come get some way back Point Fest tickets from me. just come get some. Uh, come get Period. some. Uh, Patrico, Walmart, Lake St. Louis tomorrow from noon to 2. If you need an oil change, I'll be out there with cash flow. they got great deals on oil come changes. Get change come get oil. you some oil. All right, Donnie Fandango next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Mark Jerkin Gherkin. Yes, Illinois. Wants to hear this song from this band. I like this one. You know, not this yeah. one. The other one. This one I'm about to I'm about to play. Can't All wait. right. See you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.